Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. to believe in me and I want people to believe me when they taste my beer that's what it's about you mean you laid underneath it and tried to put his tongue up the bung (laughs) I like to actually scoop up the yeast Uh and look at it 7 o'clock came real early that next morning yeah man thanks for dumbing that down for us you did an awesome job it's all about food and beer punch me in the junk man that thing was thick the point is just beat it like it's your dick I like to smell it (laughs) afterwards are you being sarcastic right now bring your body armor I ran into my junk once on a ball valve in the kettle that's a true happy ending now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. And good afternoon to you. Welcome to the program, everybody. It's another great Sunday here in California. It's not raining today, which is nice. It's been raining for a couple of days. And I've been locked in this studio for about 72 hours. Smells like it. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? It's very... It's not like I did shower today. Finally, that's good. Kinda yeah, it's uh, kind of you know nice and crisp in here. It's washed off a little bit of the stink. A lot of studio upgrades today. So if things start to fail at random, it's one of those troubleshooting. Yeah, but shows. you're all excited about it. I am. Well, everything's going to sound even better. I'm hoping so. I think we got, we got a lot of you know the, you know how a couple weeks ago the studio was literally falling apart. Your microphones oh, yeah. were all cutting out. I couldn't get you guys on the air. Yeah, one, I could only hear in one ear. Yeah. Uh, How's the headphones now? You can hear? Oh, yeah. That's good. And uh, that, and I was getting all these noises in here. I, I did, it was a, you should have seen it, Doc. Uh, 24 hours ago, this studio was in shambles. Wires everywhere. I had to rewire pretty much the whole thing. And uh, I'm hoping everything works. Now today. you're all proud of yourself. Well, not necessarily, because some of it's not, it's incomplete. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so that's so why I'm saying. I'm hoping that everything, that everything works. Uh, so you won't be able to hear Chad then. Yeah, well that that part though I planned. I had to have a talk with Chad this week. We had a little talk. Good things, good things. It was a week of change, I'm telling you. Everything clean in house. Yeah, I was. I, I put the smackdown, man. I was on a. I was on a mission this week <laughs> about everything. I wanted the the studio fixed. Which, by the way, I have to say, uh, all of these, uh, every bit of fixing that I did in the studio, the new cables, the um, I got one new piece of equipment to make you guys uh, a little crisper and clearer. All trade secrets, by the way. I'm not going to tell anybody what I do in here. It's okay. Yeah, because you were messing with stuff behind the. 
some serious the, stuff. The counter over behind there. the curtain. I, I didn't even want to ask. No. Well, I, but I do want to say, and I want us to give props, and I want us to give thanks because uh, not only, you know we do all the sound upgrades for the listeners because I you know we obviously want all this to sound like it should. You guys are driving in your cars, iPods, whatever you're doing, this should sound like radio to you. And uh, so not only do we do it for you, all of these upgrades happened uh, because of you. It was all donation money spent on cables. Not just that. Some listeners, John, you're a brother, uh, sent us some cables. Some people work in the audio industry, sent us some very nice microphone cables that All we right. use. You know, every time I try to give you cable, you, you don't want it. No, I don't want your kind of cable. It's yeah. different. Klepto.com. <laughs> so uh, what I did, you know, you guys who have signed up for the monthly donations, those of you who uh, uh, do the one-time donations, those of you who have bought T-shirts, all of that stuff, uh, that... It was all due to that that I was able to finally uh, fix a lot of the problems that have been going on in here for some time. So Chad's still here, though. Props to you. Well, that doesn't take oh, money to get rid of it. Easy, oh. easy. You gotta be. You know what? He worked cheap. I talked. I, I had a. I reamed poor Shat this week. You gotta be nice. We're to on him. the same page now. You gotta be nice to him. Oh, good. <laughs> no, Shat's been doing all right. But, but I have noticed that uh, JP gets most surly when he's stuck over there. In the chat. Yeah. <laughs> if he's on the other side of the chat booth with his own kind of then big he's chair, funny. then he's fine, yeah. yeah. When he's back there and he has to work, he's angry at Shat because because <laughs> he feels like he's working more than Shat yeah, is. that's right. Uh-huh. Wow, these mics pick up a lot now. you got to stay right on the microphone wow. now because anything off the mic, the other microphones will pick it up. i got, I still I got to do a lot of tweaking, but the point is to, you know, get Doc to sound. He's got some balls behind him. You know, i got to... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, duck balls. <laughs> yeah, see, it's even picking up me over there, a little echo. I, I got some work to do still, still dialing in. The point is, it's all due to the listeners. You guys, uh, thank you very much for allowing us to be able to do that, and hopefully uh, it will transfer over to you and you get some better quality audio. But yeah, so... We get you know, some quality content. We, we've, we've, that's the thing, and, and I don't want anyone to think that I had to sit, have a sit-down with Chat because he hasn't been uh, you know, doing a good job. It's a funny thing. We've been getting a lot of props lately for our guests. You know, the last six months or so, people real stoked about uh, the content that we've had in here, mm-hmm. right? So that's uh, largely due to Shat. Um, but, you know, last week Shat comes in here, middle of the program, gone, disappears. Where the hell's Shat? we got to do the crazy bitch update. Where's Shat? Shat's passed out. Yeah, you were angry. He passed out. The, the man, the producer of the program... Passed out in the middle of the program. Turns out, find out later, guy's out drinking. He's drinking vodka Collins with the Schumann brothers and their father. They're pouring vodka Collins all afternoon before he even gets here. To, yeah, to. yeah, he he, looked, he got up again. I got to give him that. He did get up later. Yeah, an hour after the program is over. But, but he looked kind of bad. Yeah. No, it wasn't an hour. It's that show no, it was, was really right long. at the end. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even. I didn't realize when I saw him come back from the Easter celebration you did with the Schumanns. You looked fine to me. I can usually tell when you're drunk. But, it's a uh, good buzz, man. You know, got the spins. <laughs> You did. It started spinning middle oh, of the program. Man. Now, Shat, you all should know if you don't already. This man could fall asleep standing up on a right. on, a, on a on a pile of glass. Oh yeah, he'll fall asleep. Uh, so, oh yeah, you put a little put a couple drinks in him. I'm surprised you you weren't just snoring on the couch over there. If I got to hand it to him. Uh, he left the premises. Says you yeah. know we've seen him yak at 80 miles an hour. <laughs> Ooh, it's yeah. true. Yeah. So he had the fortitude to, yeah, get out of the room. So I'd have a sit down with Shat. Be like, look. You're the producer. You know, don't make all that shit that JP gives you true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know? you don't want me on your ass. <laughs> so, uh, 
I, I said it. I said it's a funny. I feel funny having this conversation with you, Chad, because the listeners are, are loving what you're doing. I mean, the guests are great. Everything's going going well, and and I think you're an asswipe. So at least one side of the coin's <laughs> clean. <laughs> yeah. So we're all good. It was a week of change. I'm telling you. So not only equipment, but uh, Schumann got his cock lopped off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Bevo will be here in uh, about 35 minutes. Everybody, you got Speaking JP. Of change. <laughs> you got JP in the chat room. She had to take her mom to the emergency room. Yeah, that's same one she was in. That's not kidding. Probably so, yeah. Hopefully she'll be here. Her mom's real old. For a young girl, she's one of the... Like, her mom had... We'll ask her about it, but... uh, Her mom had kids and then waited like 30 years and then had Bevo. She's one of those moms. Got active in her. Oh, yeah. You know, got active late. Cute new mailman. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it was. (laughs) So, uh, but I guess her mom's doing fine. She had called me before the show, said she can't make it, and then she just let me know everything's cool. So she'll be here. Something to do with her mom's medication. Slowed down her heart rate. Something like that. That's never good, huh? No. <laughs> you know, before you know it, you, you're like, shat, you're comatose over there. Your heart rate's <laughs> half what it should be. You know, you've put on 100 pounds. <laughs> you're producing a show. <laughs> yeah. It's all downhill, man. <laughs> all right, so let me tell you a little bit about some new stuff that we got for you that's all part of this upgrade. You can now call us uh, anytime during the week. It's the 888-401-BEER number, and you can leave us messages. If you want to uh, drunk dial Doc, you want to leave uh, angry messages, <laughs> you know, we usually get it in text emails. I figure why not uh, <laughs> Why not up the ante yeah. if you want to do that in, in real time. You can now do that. I never answer that phone, so 888-401-BEER. You'll go to the message. Uh, if you want to leave rants about Chad... Uh, uh, if you would like to recommend guests, I mean, anything you want to do, just uh, call it up, 888-401-BEER. Guarantee my father calls. You think so? Uh, two, three times a week. Uh, it'll really? be oh, fodder yeah. for on the air, believe me. If it's oh, good, it'll, it'll be I on the air. So. I hope your mom, I mean, we had your mom on the air for the first time a couple weeks ago. She'll call, too. <laughs> She'll be like, uh, here's what I hope to hear from your mom. You know, Chad, I, I don't think you guys have to do the language. I mean, the show's great without the language. What's with the language here? You know what? It won't be anything towards me. It'll be like, oh, hey, Justin, how are you? How's everything? <laughs> yeah, she likes me more than she likes you. Oh, yeah. Mom's a nice lady. So uh, you can now call 888-401-BEER and um, leave us a message all week long, whatever you want to do. And we'll put it on the air. We'll put the good ones on the air. I'm excited about this. I think we're going to get some good content. You know, people, if you see some of the emails that never make the air... These people get angry sometimes, so I'm hoping we get some of that in audio because that I'll play. It, is well, it, usually they're drunk typing anyway, yeah. so so why not pick up the phone? Yeah, yeah. if you're out and about partying, uh, you know things get rolling. Drunk it, dial the number and, and uh, it's right. Yeah. Things get things get so free. Go for it. Exactly. I also got a feeling we're going to hear from the wives every now and then. Like f you guys, my <laughs> husband has passed out again. With it's no a, pants. It's Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> He's got no pants. Uh, you know the, the program's been over for an hour. You know, he's got a funnel in one hand. He's got a tattoo I've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got the be an army tattooed to his leg, you know. Should we have him, like, uh, you know, say who the message is for? Because maybe they want to leave, you know, some mess- messages for that other show. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you want to leave messages for the other show, you can do that, too. It's all sure. the same line, and it'll all come to us, 888-401-BEER. That's it. So you can leave us messages all week. Yeah. Hey, the other thing is, I have this... Uh, We've had it the whole time, you know, so we can put phone calls on the air. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, sometimes I'm just a real doofus, and uh, you learn something new all the time. I and hope just, so. Just like in, in audio, you learn stuff new all the time, just as in brewing, 
And uh, we have a, uh, a phone hybrid to put, put calls on the air, professional, broadcast quality. This is expensive stuff here. We've had it since before we started the Brewing Network. It's half gas, half electric. Finally figured out how to use it. So uh, <laughs> callers today, if anyone wants to do call-ins today, uh, you're going to sound clearer and crisper than ever. None of that feedback that we used to get. Um, another one of the upgrades that we I did. I thought it was all their just, fault. Uh, no. Uh, well, it was just, sometimes it's just fine-tuning. You know, I've had a lot of the things working right but you got to fine tune things just like your just like your brew system right yep. like you can brew a beer out of it but when you you use it a lot and you just fine tune it then all of a sudden you get a metal winner so that's what we've done so 88841 beer call us live 88841 beer leave us a message all throughout the week that's the deal there speaking of winning me- uh, winning medals boy do we have a story for you <laughs> Oh, man, this was great. So I'm in the studio yesterday just doing all this wiring. And JP and the Schumans, there's two of them now, by the way. Both brothers live here. Schumann and Shoe Light, his younger brother. Uh, Tasty and Shat, they all go down to, what is it, the World Cup of Beer? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. What's the other one, the professional one? The World Beer Cup. Oh, so this one's there you the go. World yeah. Cup of Beer for home brewers. It's in our area. Uh, big competition, right? This is one of those. Uh, it's like of, over, what do you say, 330 beers? Yeah, about 330, they said. Yeah. That's a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer. It's a big competition. So you guys all entered. Doc, did you enter this competition? Nope, I'm saving it up for the Nationals. So Chat, Tasty, and JP all entered. They all come home with medals. How about that, huh? Chad's first <laughs> entry. Yeah. He enters his first competition. And he gets his first gold in the same competition. Chad, yeah, my man, right. my brother. American Brown. Way to come out. Now, here's the kicker. <laughs> Tasty got himself a medal, too. He got second place in the same category. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, he's your protege, Tasty. Well, yeah. What, court, what more could the uh, the master want? I mean, come on. You know. But already, I mean, this is supposed to take some time. I, I mean, you, you got to. Well, you know, there's obviously uh, some luck involved. You know, <laughs> it could be my bad luck. You know. The uh, other kicker is that the gold medal winning beer is Tasty's recipe. Yeah, yeah, right. So not only is it Tasty's techniques, you know, he's under Tasty's tutelage. It's his. It's his beer, for heaven's sake. And Shat takes the gold, and Tasty takes a second yeah. place. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, pretty it was, psyched. It was pretty strange when that happened. I, uh, he tried to take my first place. Well, I, so I, I tried, to, tried to switch with him. You but just, I that's how they switch a roof. Man, oh, man. When you got, see, uh, Schumann called me up. He's like, I thought you ought to know. You know, Chad won a medal. I thought you also should know that Tasty got second in the same category, which is just... <laughs> that's cool. I could not have asked yeah, for we a were, better uh, outcome. We were in the American Ale category, and that's uh, usually one of the bigger categories, usually about uh, 10% of the entry, so I wouldn't be surprised if there were 30 or 35 beers in that category. And uh, Chad came in first, and I came in second, so that's, that's pretty cool. Unbelievable. Pretty cool. Pretty tight up there. So if it's American Ale, it could be uh, any kind of an ale? I mean... Well, there's three major... Uh, Subcategories. There's the a pale ale, Amer- amber ale, and American brown ale. So any of those three can be in the. Yeah, they're all in that category, category, and so it could be it's a big category. You see a lot of beers yeah. in there. Yeah. Tough competition. Okay. It wasn't like there's nine beers in some sour category. Anymore. No, it, it, yeah. sh- shat man, gold medal cool, man. on your first competition. 
How Very stoked cool. were you when you get oh, there? Oh, I psyched, man. Yeah? I could kind of feel it. It was weird. Like, when they called Mike McDowell second place, I was, like, talking to a couple of judges before they were announcing awards, and mm. they are like, there's this one that was so close to his recipe, and it was a little roastier. You know, it just kind of sounded like my beer. Yeah. And I just felt it when they called him sure. second place. I just, I don't know. <laughs> you had the feeling, huh? Yeah, was, yeah. It was, it was pretty cool, man. It is cool. It's guys. so cool to walk around those places, um, or that kind of an event, and talk to judges, and right. it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, now you got to keep it going strong, Jeff. Oh yeah, because Doe's I, I, don't represented. You, I don't want you to be like one of those child actors that <laughs> <laughs> you get a one-hit show, yeah. and then uh, you know it's and all the, it's all drugs yeah. and hookers. Yeah, then you do a bunch of coke and die. <laughs> hey, don't forget about Jip too. Well, I haven't. No, I gotta. Uh, I gotta get that too. So these two guys go. You know, Chad and Tasty both come home with medals. And Tasty, you had another medal also, right? Yeah. What'd you get? <laughs> another one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got uh, first place in uh, fruit beer. Yeah, in the fruit did. beer. <laughs> oh, fruity. Yeah. <laughs> Which means, I don't know if you're getting to it, but that means both McDole and Chad's beer were up against each other oh, yeah. in the best of show round. Yeah. Oh, right. But neither of you won best no. of show. No. However, but it's still pretty good, though. However, a dozer, Doc's Club, all of your club, yes. as a matter of fact, right. did win best of show. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cleaned up. Who Nate. was that? Nate. Nate. Congratulations, brother. You know nice Nate. best of show. Okay, and then, you know, those of you, you think JP sits over there, you know, cracking jokes. Combing my beard. Combing his beard like he does now. <laughs> he just sits there with a comb. He, now he combs his beard all day. He just sits around combing his beard, Doc. Look at him. I lost I lost a comb. Doc. I've never seen that look on Doc before. I've never seen Doc befuddled. <laughs> you don't know what to say to that, yeah. do you? Neither did I. I had to go buy he's wearing pants. Yeah. You know, you guys think he's just uh, dicking around over there all the time. No, he's been doing this constantly since I got here. Yeah. I know. Thinking about my cats. Bronze medal. Yeah? You took I, home I prefer medal. third place. It sounds JP. a little better. But thank you very nice much. Nice work. What did you get? What, what, was the, what was the beer? It was a Belgian dark strong ale. Man. And that was the beer that I didn't think would do anything. That's a weird thing about comps. It's, it's a tough like, beer. This is an extract batch. I just threw it together. I was testing out this new dark candy syrup. Uh-huh. Um, and I really thought my oak oatmeal stout would, would, would win something. And this, I and didn't did. think it would win anything. But no. So did you just enter this one for feedback, just to see what they'd say about it? No, I just gave it a shot. I didn't really care what anyone said about it. Oh, okay. um, I tend to brew what I like, and if I think it's good, and if there's a competition around that time, I'll enter it. Okay. Yeah, so I know they're not necessarily two style. Just interested to see what happens. You want to tell us the uh, John Plisse part of that story? I like that part of the story. What part of the story was that? Oh, oh. So yeah. during the week, you know, before it, it, it you, you had already entered it? Uh, no, I, I had gone home at lunch to bottle. And uh-huh. I do the Mike McDole method. I just put it in the bottle. I don't use a bottle filler or anything. And um, and so I, I bottle a couple extra beers, and I come back and fill out my entry sheets and whatever. And then after work, we're sitting around and, hey, you know, let's try this beer. Let's try this beer. See how it does. John tastes my, the, the third place Golden Dark Strong. And as soon as he puts it in his mouth, he sp- he almost throws it up. <laughs> Spit it out, He right? couldn't even swallow. He goes, ooh, ooh. Wow. And he really? runs to the garbage can it's like he's bit, on fire to, to spit it out. It was totally dramatic. And he goes, oh, like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, he would have swallowed it then. That's what I spit and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, oh, that's too sweet. Oh, oh. And he was like looking for just water to drink. I'm like, really? dude, it's not like borax I just gave you. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yes. And... And so, so he had wanted to call, or he, he wanted me to call him uh, for the awards and leave my phone on so he could hear all the awards. Even though uh. he he wasn't entered, he just likes to keep updated on the local you know award scene. Uh. And um, so after I go up to get my medal, 
you know, I, I sit back down and I pick up the phone and I said, hey, John, you know that award that I just won? That's that beer that you spit out. Oh, you got served. Served. <laughs> and I put the phone back down. <laughs> that dick. Wow. Well, nice job, JP. Yeah, good That's job, great. JP. I like to see you win medals, man. You, you brew good beer. You just don't enter it too often. No, I, I've only entered four competitions. This was the second time I've entered this one, and then I've entered nationals twice. Yeah. So I don't really do a whole lot of competing. We got Sully on the phone. I got to do that too. But I want to point out, you know, I was talking to Tasty about this yesterday, and he kind of says, you know, a lot of guys go to this thing that have entered their beers. A lot of beers entered, and uh, you know, they don't go home with medals. And here, our entire crew walks in, <laughs> yep. and they all walk out with ribbons. How about that? <laughs> That's pretty yeah. good. You know, I, it's I really, not embarrassing. No, I really wanted to see. Uh, the main reason I w- went to see Shat win something. I was very, very stoked that he won. Man, that was great. And what was look on his face? I can't believe it was, like, cool. it was a gold, like, man. Ah! Yeah, it was, was amazing. Stoked, First place, man. Sweet. Would have been his uh, phenomenal if he would have won best of show too. Yeah, yeah, true that. His face got a little red, you know, and he plotted up there and got his little thing and it was so you great. Got the, you got the bug now or what? You're going to enter oh, yeah. every competition, oh, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. you're all stoked you know, on it. Tasty up. helped me out. You know, he brought over the CO2. We <laughs> flushed the bottles. I mean, yeah, yeah. I brought over the, all the bottling equipment. Helped you it was cool, it. Yeah. yeah. And we stole your bottles, so. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to use it, right? <laughs> I'm on it now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You're internationals, right? Sure. Man, imagine that. Watch out, Jamil. Here comes Shat. <laughs> Sully, what's happening, my brother? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going great, man. We're, we're sitting around a bunch of award winners here. That's awesome. It's like uh, Chad, like, uh, the first one was free. Now he's addicted for life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope it's not one of those deals where, like, you've blown your wad all in the first shot, you know, and now... Now he's going to be crawling, scratching his way to, to the get top back again. To the top, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like Doc said, you're like a child star. You know, you don't want to go down that route, Willis. Be careful. <laughs> i got to yeah. tell you that this, uh, the connection sounds awesome. Yeah, can you hear us okay? Yeah, you sound pretty yeah. good for you. All right. You guys, thanks, Doc. <laughs> you guys aren't cu- clipping in and out. It sounds great. Great. Do I need to I turn like it? I'm like a palmer right now. <laughs> Yeah, t- see? Testing my phone connection. Well, this is great. I'm finally the one testing my phone connection on my own show, <laughs> as opposed to my listeners. It seems to be okay now. <laughs> Can you hear everybody okay? Do I need to turn anything up or down? No, it sounds crystal clear. It's quite amazing, actually. All right. And all the way over here to Hawaii, too, which is pretty far. Wow. All, the, all the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, distance well, I thought makes... you were over on 2nd Street. <laughs> well, those satellites, man, they do a good job. So what are you over there, vacation for the week, huh? Yeah, we, uh, Steph and I, uh, rented a little house about, uh, actually we're right on the water, on the beach, uh, here in Kailua, and, uh, it's freaking awesome right now, it's like oh. 80 degrees, sun's out, I mean, I'm definitely gonna get that deep red head tan, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I can't wait to see you next week, with that beacon. Yeah, flaky. So, uh, we have a little surprise for, uh, for Sully. And, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. We've got a great addition to our repertoire, and it's all based on you. You know, uh, everyone loves your commercial. We've been loving your commercial for a year now. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Cans? <laughs> That's right. Cans. That's right. Cans. <laughs> Six years ago, Nico Frasia and I. So we put uh, uh, half of the, you know, smash hit dynamic duo Push and Sven... I don't know what's up with Sven. Sven's been missing in action for a while. I think he had another baby. Yeah, he had a kid, and he has a whole thing going on now. So maybe he's on. He's, so push went. He worked. He's working on a solo project, I guess. And uh, <laughs> his first release is called. Um, Ew. 
his his first release is all about you, Sully. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do it. All right. This is the techno version <laughs> of Five Six Three oh Second God. Street, oh, just two blocks from AT and T Park. <laughs> all right. Here, check it out. <laughs> Give me a hit of ecstasy, a fog machine, and a strobe light. <laughs> you yeah. know you've arrived when you've been sampled in a techno song. <laughs> I can't song. believe it. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I'm going to kiss that man full on the mouth. Yeah. Again. I think you should just loop it on at the 2-1-A all the time. <laughs> and you, drive them away. <laughs> you're you're going to need to start handing out glow sticks with each six-pack. <laughs> yeah. Doc, I know you felt like wow. you were at Burning Man for a second there. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I was just picturing where I'd be. And oh, you guys that. You guys got to bump that at Burning Man. Oh, I'm sorry, absolutely. but that's a, just a definite. Sully, I say forget the amazing. watermelon wheat song. I mean, we got to just carry that around in a boom box. <laughs> Push, great job. My God, I'm blown away. <laughs> so, uh, if it's okay with you tonight, Sully, I'm not going to play your regular commercial at the break. I'm going to play that instead. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Is that not enough? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's great. It sounds awesome. <laughs> cool, cool. I'm glad you like it. I think it's hilarious, man. Uh, so, there you go. That's from the great uh, Push. Right there, from him. Can't. From him. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. Tasty crack cans. <laughs> yeah. Tasty crack cans. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the, your cans a are like for tasty. There. A little plug for tasty. A little plug yeah. for crack. 
you know? Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, Sully. You are immortalized in a techno song. I'm touched. I'm, I'm um, sobbing up right now. I'm blown away. Unbe- I can't believe it. I really can't. He even <laughs> sounded great over the phone. He did it? Good. <laughs> That's a good testimonial. All right. I'll email you a copy so you can listen to it all vacation long and drive uh, I'll Steph. Do. I'll drive uh, Steph nuts. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's your new ringtone. I haven't done it already. <laughs> it's got to be your new ringtone. Uh, it's going to be oh, a getting right. busy song. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you and Nico, you're not going to know whose phone's ringing. It's, uh, <laughs> he'll just have that first part. Nico Freccia. Nico Freccia. Nico Freccia. Oh, that's my phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Enjoy your vacation, man. All right, man. Take care. All right. We'll see hey, you congrats later. Congrats to the BN again for winning the awards. That's awesome. All right. There's nothing like seeing your buddies walk up and take a, take a medal away. I, I know what that's like, and that's, that's awesome. Because I never win, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just always see the buddies. No, that's not true. No, no you win all the time, no. sir. At that point, it's Jesse never wins. Yeah, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you win, you did it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I did it. If we lose, it's his fault. If I can't do <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right, brother. Um, All right, guys. Some Hawaiian word that I'm supposed to say goodbye to you with. Uh, say mahalo. Mahalo. There you go. Polynesian, I think. Is. All right, brother. Later. Take a bye. All right. There you go. Take a bye. <laughs> Isn't that great? Taste the crack cans. Taste the crack cans. <laughs> yeah. That's I'll be playing again at the break. Don't worry. That's a good friggin' song. Yeah. Fear not. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, boy. What fun. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. Remixes in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta give you double the techno. All right, feedback this week. Oh, by the way, I didn't even finish our announcements. Oh, oops. Stop the music. Should I bring it to a screeching halt? Oh, yeah. Uh, that'll sound better. But... <laughs> this just in. I forgot how many announcements we have. Yeah, because we didn't get to any last week. <laughs> It's, yeah, because we had to just keep it. In six hours, you believe six it? Six hours and you didn't get to it. Not a single... Which, by the way, this is like the laid-back, relaxed show. Um, we got a great guest for you today. We are going to speak to... Uh, we're, we're talking growing and brewing. Growing and brewing with Blue Mountain Brewery. And um, we're going to be talking to the uh, owner and head brewer, Taylor Smack. He's going to talk to us. They, they they not only brew beer there, but he has his own hop farm. Talking smack with gonna smack. Be talking smack with smack. That's right. So we'll be doing that today. Uh, we're going to get a little bit of hop growing information. Um, they don't claim to be hop growing experts. So, um, you, you know, this isn't... Uh, Just share what you know, man. He's going to share what he knows and talk to us about that. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about the beers. They're getting into Belgian beers, a lot of different Belgian beer projects. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We'll follow up. And it's a relatively short interview. Um, he is in Virginia. Yep. And so a little time difference. Uh, doesn't have a lot of time with us. And we're going to be tasting a bunch of beers today. Uh, Doc has now has a list in front of him of all the beers that the listeners sent. That's quite a list, i got to tell you. you got some serious stuff in yeah. there, huh? Yeah, we already uh, just started with the Lining Kugels. Uh, Russian Imperial Stout, nice. Big Eddie. Nice. What do you guys think of that one? It's good. Very rich. Very rich. Yeah. Well, a shot glass. That's enough. I didn't get any. Yeah, you got. It was a up lot. there. He just didn't go for it. A lot of different beers. So we're going to be trying that. So we're going to do an interview for about an hour, hour and fifteen, and we're going to just kind of chill and drink some beer and have a chat for the rest of the time. 
Might be an early night. We'll see how it goes. You never right. know. We're going to have a shot. Since you said that, you just jinxed it. We're here all night. I know. We're going to be here all night. I know. Uh, okay. Here is the most important, uh, uh, aside from the champions that are in the room, um, the second most important announcement is the anniversary party is set, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. mark your calendars. We are raring to go. Should be a good and one. As promised, it's going to be better than, than it has been uh, in the previous two years. We always step it up, and, and this year is no different. So... The official date for you folks at home is June 14th. It's a Saturday night, June 14th. That's Saturday, June 14th. And we're doing it at Downtown Joe's in Napa. Colin Kaminsky, you guys know him as the mad scientist. He's done our water shows and our chemistry shows with us before. Great guy. uh, Really a friend of the home brewer. And he is welcoming us into his place. It is the ideal venue for us to do this because he's going to let us own it. Like it is our place. So, Even on a Saturday night, which is cool. Yeah, and they're busy already on a Saturday night. So, But he is more than happy to have us. He even has good ideas uh, for, for some things that we're going to do. Uh, a couple of those will be announced as we go. Uh, but one of the things that we've been wanting to do for a couple years now and haven't been able to do it is we're going to get to have a homebrew tasting uh, during the anniversary party. So right from the beginning of the party, we're going to be setting up in the brewery and back, and we're all going to get to share our home brews together, uh, put some on tap, hopefully bring some bottles, and spend an hour or so. Uh, you know, uh, all these people come from across the country. You're meeting the folks that you've you, you've known on the forum for a couple years now. Now you're going to get to try their beer. So if you're coming to the party, bring beer. You get to bring beer this time at a at a, at a bar. How cool is that? Yep. Uh, Doze is going to have the Dozilla. We have six taps. Yeah. Yeah, with six taps, six. we can run six taps on there. So mm-hmm. We don't even have to man it. He's going to staff it for us and everything. We just got to hang out and taste each other's beers. It is going to have to be limited to a certain time. Yeah, it's only going to be for about an hour, um, maybe two. We'll see how the schedule goes. Um, so we're going to do that and, and be able to taste each other's beers, which I think is real exciting. Um, <clears throat> the other thing we're going to do is we're going to have uh, all of, of course, Downtown Joe's beers on taps, which are... Uh, fantastic beers and he has several different ones on tap we're also going to get a rotating guest tap handle so every hour or so we're going to switch out that switch tap it out hand. you know as soon as as soon as it runs out and uh me and 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 the other brewcasters here are going to sit down and we're going to pick about five of the beers that we want from all over the world we're going to go big all right, I'm not saying it has to be local. We're going to go for this. They've got a distributor, so we can do it all legally. You can buy it through their distributor. We're going to get five awesome beers on tap, and they'll rotate throughout the night. One has to be sour beer. Sorry, but it's... Oh, absolutely. A done deal, of course. Yeah. I was and, thinking it, if we can get a La Folie. Oh, a little uh, Folie in there? Yeah. We'll put that on the list. Uh, yeah, there's also definitely. anything... Uh, Jamil has already asked us to get anything from uh, Jolly Pumpkin which I think is a great idea, or a Rodenbach Grand Cru. He asked for that. That put that. put We're going to make a whole list, and then as a panel, we'll sit down and, and finalize the thing. Um, great. So that's kind of cool because we're going to get, uh, like I said, about five different just amazing beers to rotate on that one tap handle. And then all of Downtown Joe's great beers, too. I want a PBR hit tap handle. That's my choice. Yeah? Yeah. Wonderful beer Shut up. around said, the world. Hey, it's a it's a yeah. blue ribbon winner, just yeah. like Chad. It's right there on the label. Not even yeah. not even going to put it on the list. Oh, crazy. 
Christ. You're already overruled. I'm out of here, dude. <laughs> so Angry JP. So that's kind of a cool detail. Um, here's a couple things I need to tell you logistics-wise. If you are flying in from out of town and you are staying more than just the Saturday night, so if you're coming in for Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is that you're doing, and I recommend you do that. I mean, it's in Napa. It's, it's in downtown Napa. You have access to the entire Napa Valley. Bring the wife and go have a good time for the whole weekend. Make an event out of this. It's, it's, it's a good place to hang out for the, the rest of the weekend. Two, two days minimum. Yeah. So if you're coming in from out of town and you're going to stay for more than one night, book your hotel now anywhere you want to. Just book it. You can look up Downtown Joe's. Go to downtownjoes.com. You'll see where it's located. Book your hotel. If you're just coming in for the night, if you're one of of, of us, you know uh, we're gonna we, we've got some hotel rooms up there reserved. Okay, uh, if you're just coming in for the night, wait and check the forum tomorrow. That's Monday. Check it Monday. The was it the thirty first or the first tomorrow? I forget. Thirty first. Thirty first. Check it the, Monday the thirty first. If you're listening to this on podcast. Um, Check the forum, and I will list the ho- the official hotel details. But there are very few rooms because it is busy season in Napa. So you guys got to book. If you're coming in for the night, wait till Monday. Try to get one that's in our block of rooms, and you stay in the same hotel with us. And I got you guys a deal. If you guys are going to be staying and hanging around in San Francisco, Napa's about 45 minutes north. Uh, not a good idea to try to go home after that. Nobody should be going home after this thing. For one, it's this party's going to go later than any of our other ones. Usually we, we wrap things up by about 10. We're there till like midnight. We are rocking that place. I'm working on three, possibly four different bands to uh, play the place through the night. All great bands, including the session band. <laughs> That's right. Year number two, our sophomore appearance. And uh, a couple other great bands going to be in there, too. So uh, stay late. Party hard. Get a hotel. Do not go back to the city that night unless you're renting a limo or a cab, which is an expensive It's really expensive, and you'll be, you know, just go back in the morning and hang out in the city. Yeah. Even, you know, Napa's a nice place to go to. Well, we might be setting up a private BN wine tour as well, and Colin's going to help us out with that. He knows all the wineries up there, so we might set up an exclusive BN wine tour. So if you're coming in and you enjoy wine, or if you're bringing your wife or girlfriend and she enjoys wine, uh, you might want to wait for those details as well. And all of these things are hoping I'm hoping to have set this week. We're also looking for another hotel for you so that we can try to give you more accommodations. But I recommend you know if you got the dough and you know you're coming, get yourself a room and and get do, a room. Do it fast and stay in the Napa Valley anywhere around there because. We're gonna we're gonna party late. We're gonna party hard, and uh, you know we'll probably end up take back no in, prisoners. Yeah, that's right. We'll end up back at the hotel rooms partying even more. No, we'll be piking the wounded. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, so uh, we got to see who gets drunk Jenga this year. It's oh, yeah. a bit of a tradition, and it's going to happen to somebody. It will happen. Uh, are we going to be streaming at all? Are we going to be broadcasting? We will be doing some broadcasting. Those details uh, are going to unfold as I as I figure out the rest of the plans. We're not going to be doing a full long ass show, so a lot of the broadcasting is going to be the bands. And um, you'll get video of the entire event. The video will probably be, be streaming the whole night. So that part will happen. But as far as the radio show goes, we might spend an hour on the radio just having a little fun. The rest of it's going to be... The monkey cam. Yeah. And and the mus- and the bands. Because, you know, the radio's never that good from this thing. I'm well, telling you. We'd you rather to- be out there partying than uh, stuck yeah. with headphones on. You want to you experience it? Come out. Come to it. All right? I know you guys can say, I can't go, I can't go, and well... I'm sorry. You know, you, you just ask. make it happen. You don't get get if you don't ask. That's right. 
I'll tell you what, Southwest flights right now, nothing. They're cheap. Cheap. So, book yourself a flight. Come on out. Saturday, June 14th. That is the anniversary announcement. Yeah. All right. Everybody feels good about that, I hope? I'm feeling good. Okay. (laughs) Now we can get back to this. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. Got Reefer on the line too, and I talk about competitions. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get through this feedback as quick as I can. Let's see. Okay, great show with the German guys, but uh, when are we going to get through the run of professional brewers and get back to the homebrew process? Doc's Brew Day is one of the best shows, just from what someone can learn. Yeast, hops, home malting. I've been looking into malting at home, even on a scale, uh, on a small scale, and can't find a thing. So, any chance we can get back to the process of making beer? I see today's show is about growing hops, and I just put mine in the ground, so I'll have to see what they recommend. Other than calling me an asshole, great show, and that's from James. I guess we'd probably call him an ass for some other email or something. Well, we've got well some... maybe it's because you're writing in bitchy emails like this that you got called an ass. Asshole. What did, he call, did he call himself an ass? Yeah. That's okay. Uh, we actually do and, and are trying to intersperse the homebrew content with the pro content. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, sometimes guests, we, we get them lined up back to back because those are the weeks that they can do. Yep. And then we put off the homebrew topics. But we always try to incorporate what we learn from these guys. I think you could look at it from a different angle. Instead of saying, oh, they're having a pro brewer show, we always try to get the information from those pros so that you can use it as a home brewer. And I think that that's how you should be looking at these programs when we have pros on, is how how you can do what they're doing, not as a, oh, that doesn't apply to me. They're professionals. Right. Yeah. You know. We can oh. use olive oil, too. Yeah. Tried right. it true. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you didn't glean anything from last week's show about what you can do in your We're- brewing, you weren't listening for six and a half hours. Well, I've been working on a friend of mine to come in and talk, uh, JP. Uh, Shay said he'd come and do the show. Oh, good. Uh, he's one of the most passionate guys about brewing or winemaking or anything else. To him, it's an art. Oh, yeah. I mean, just to the nth degree. Yeah. If you think Paxton's long-winded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, even on In his... In a good way. Even on his card, it's, uh, he, it's, he calls himself the Yeast Whisperer. Yeah. He has a trifold card to fit everything on there. The but, it's, but, but, you know, anything you want to ask him about anything, he's brewing with a lot of oak now, and that's what he, he's really into. And uh, uh, so I think we, we'll have a real good homebrew show with him. Okay. Yeah. So actually, you know, it's... Uh, it, oh. It, it, yeah. Oh, I, I was saying we're working on uh, getting Milam in here next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Talk about Lambics and stuff. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, he's been doing I don't Lambics know if I was supposed to say that or not. Maybe I just ruined a lot of things. No, that's fine. Uh, Chad, okay. t- as always, all these ideas, even that you guys have, need to go to Chad. Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send him your guest so ideas. So we definitely will be having homebrew things coming up. Yeah. 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 We, tr- we try to mix it good up. Good shows. Yeah, definitely. It just if you know if we're co- if we're contacting these pros and they give us a limited amount of dates, sometimes they just end up back to back. So that's the yeah. way it goes. All right, here we go. Another email, absolutely effing hilarious. I finally got around to listening to my whiskey bitch roommate win drunk of the week a month back on the Iron Hill show. I uh, said yes, sadly but admittable. I live with grubs. Grubs. <laughs> grubs. Yeah, and uh, he said, I thought you all might be surprised and inspired to hear that shortly after winning this prestigious, life-changing award, he won again. First place in a regional homebrew competition for his brown ale. 
So congratulations, yeah, Grubs. Right, Good yeah. work. Not only are you an award winner with us, but in the beer world as well. I just want to thank you all for giving him hope, pride, and maybe a little cockiness in his dismal, grubby little world. Just <laughs> thinking of cool. his friend, man. Yeah. Just looking out for a brother. All right, here is an email from Israel. I think he might be our only listener in Israel. I thought that was his name. Uh, no. Okay. I just finished a project at work, been working there for six plus years, and was looking at the work plan for the next few months. Long story short, about 15 minutes later, I left the office of my staggered boss jobless, but with a huge grin on my face for uh, for a bunch uh, for months. Uh, that was about three weeks ago, and since then, I've been wrapping things up and generally doing um, not very much, so I started uh, going through the archives. Today, looked around my house, I discovered that since I quit, I got two carboys, three pounds of various hops and a built-in fridge so I can ferment during the summer. I'm waiting for my copy of Jamil's book to get here so I can start brewing the styles till I run out. So F you for ruining my life and spending all my money on beer. Life is sweet. The session is a great show except for maybe that Justin guy. Uh, By the way, the 08 shows seem much livelier than the end of 07 shows. Again with that comment. Yeah. Whatever. Be an army for life or at least until I get another job is what he says. And that's from Omar Kushner in Israel. So he got fired? He got fired, yeah. He says, as part of a PS, as part of trying to figure out how long I could go without working, I narrowed it down to two internet based subscriptions the BN donation and something like comecravingcheerleaders.com. So (laughs) if you still get my donation next month, you better appreciate it, is what he says. He's now jobless, so. Oh, Oh, hi, Bevo. Speaking of craving teenagers. Uh, Your mom's okay? Okay. We'll get Bevo on the mic over here in a second. Let me get through this feedback break. Um, let's see. Guys, last Sunday's show was friggin' awesome. Just got done listening to the part one. Really great discussion information. Felt like I was sitting around with good friends over a pint. Keep up the good work. The session over the last few months really has made a major jump. Look out, Sirius and XM, he says. That's from JC. Everybody loved last week's show, man. Yeah, I, I, didn't get I was seeing that on the forum. Big thread. I was the only one who had a bad word to say about it, and that was because uh, Fat Chat fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> God damn it, Chad. Yeah. Well, you weren't sitting next to Roger. <laughs> yeah, stealing your microphone. <laughs> you'd, you'd shut him off, and he'd steal my microphone. I know. Uh, all right. The discussion about olive oil as a yeast nutrient last week was a bit misinformed. When in an aerobic, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole bunch to this. Uh, Post in the form. So when I, <laughs> the the information that I quoted was right when this olive oil discussion came out, I was sent all sorts of stuff about it. Everybody wanted us to talk about it, and nobody knew anything about it. And I was quoting one of the first things that got sent to me. And that has since been discovered as false. There's all sorts of other things that are going on. Let me tell you the what sucks about my life. I do this program, and, and I'm friends with people like John Palmer. I get a message. If I say the slightest thing wrong, I get a message from John Palmer every fucking week. Every Wednesday, <laughs> John Palmer calls me and says, Justin, you fucking idiot. You, I saved it. I'll try to get it. at the. Maybe I'll try to play you the message. <laughs> he calls me an idiot. He tells me I got everything wrong. He corrects me on the whole fucking thing. Imagine if you had to 
go through your life being corrected for everything you did wrong. You'd all kill yourselves, which I, I'm coming close to doing. I wasn't sure you actually gave any information, did you? Just, I did. I thought you just said you had heard about it, and this is what you heard. I, it is, and it was what I had heard, and I was saying don't take my word for it. And it was, some, it was absolutely something that was sent to me that I had read when this whole discussion first came out. And I was talking about how you know it replaces EO2, whatever the fuck it was. Don't listen to me. All right. There's new information emerging all the time. I think yeah. we're going to be posting it on our forum. I think there's already some things posted there. Yeah. Um, I also also Urbane um, has followed up with me, and I just have to give him a little information, and he's going to give us his information about olive oil. Um, also, the major commercial brewery who's been working on this. I, I don't know if you all know, but it was um, New Belgium. New Belgium. Yeah. It was what they were kind of uh, alluding to. New Belgium has been at work on it, so I'll get you more and accurate information about the olive oil, but. I will say this. It doesn't look like a replacement for O2. It looks promising, and it looks like it does a lot of things, but I don't think you all should go throwing away your oxygen bottles just yet. So hang in there, and I'll post what I can. Uh, Let's see. Justin. Oh, this is from Angry JP. Oh. This is the part where I usually call you a no-talent ass clown. However, the show with Jay-Z and the competition info was a class act. I wish I had something to bust your balls over, but I don't. Keep the standard high. But I'll be watching you. And then in quotations, he says he's he's doing that deal where he, he points his fingers at his eyes and then he points them at me. Watching he's doing you. that. Yeah. And that's from Angry JP. That wasn't very angry. I'm pissed off at that. <laughs> hey, Justin, I laughed my ass off at the Belgian meltdown so bad I nearly pissed myself at work. I also think that you have every right to be mad at Zymergist for uh, the stuff he said about you on the other show. Uh-oh. Uh, I think that even retards don't deserve a pass. We're all grown men. Well, minus JP anyway, and should act accordingly. I think you should be nominated for the first that. ever Douche of the Week award. Doing stuff like that in another beer radio show is below the belt and under the Brewer's Code. That's wrong. I say floofa to Zymergist. Uh, other than that, love the show. Can't wait to hear more from those guys again. Uh, yeah, a lot of uh, backlash about the Zymergist bit that we did. I wasn't even that angry about it, but the listeners went nuts. Yeah, they, I, I've been reading that thread. Uh, I haven't heard from them. No, I heard his uh, computer's broken, I guess. That's convenient. Isn't it? <laughs> so there's a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Apparently, there's a little controversy about whether or not he was ever an Nkasi winner. Because he claims to be an Nkasi winner, but nobody can find a listing that shows him as having one. Maybe it was the Mimkasi. Mimkasi. <laughs> yeah. It was Nkasi with two eyes. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying he didn't. Yeah. All I'm saying is he claims to have won it, and I, there are a legion of BN Army members out there scouring the internet to if find the list. If they can't find it, nobody's going to find it. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm not saying. I'm just I'm saying. Not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Whether it's true or not. All right. I know there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, this guy almost cut off his finger listening to us in a grinder. I was listening to the latest edition of The Meltdown, and by the way, congratulations on a seriously sweet interview with the guys from Belgium. I listened at work and wasn't drunk, so I could actually comprehend what was being said. And when you started busting on Zymergist and talking about, I think this was you, JP, talking about man love and shitty dicks <laughs> and crusty mustaches and playing Whitney Houston, I started laughing so hard, I almost shoved my finger into an eight-inch 
pedestal grinder. Oh. Luckily, I was wearing gloves, so I just had to get a new pair of gloves instead of a new finger. Keep it up, beer punk. You guys got to be careful out there, man. Yeah. You know that JP's going to throw out some one-liner that's going to crack you up. Don't be playing with grinders and stuff. Yeah, we can't be responsible for that, so you guys got to be careful. We should have a disclaimer. Yeah. Do not operate heavy machinery. There you go. You really should. While listening to idiots. That plays at the beginning of the show. Oh. Yeah. Bevo just bagged on me. <clears throat> it's true. I think she bagged on I, all of I us. I pluralized it. Okay, good. <laughs> it was all of us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you guys got to be careful out there. You know, don't just listen. Hey, the other thing is, uh, you know, the AHA Tech Talk Forum? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, you should sign up for the AHA, the American Homebrewers Association. You can do it through our store. Helps us, helps you. Great way to support the BN and to support homebrewers nationwide here in the U.S. So... We uh, somebody you, you're allowed to write into this forum. You can post any topic you want, and you can mm-hmm. reply to topics Monday through Friday in your inbox. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's yeah. always different topics in there. You'll you, find this olive oil discussion going on in there sometimes. And you get a lot of different responses. Yeah, depends on the topic. Some of them write. Some of them really write. <laughs> yeah. So someone asked, "Hey, what what beer related podcast do you listen to? Like on a Wednesday or something? What's your favorite podcast?" Is what I think it was. So by Thursday. That forum was bombarded with BN listener responses, and they mentioned a lot of other good shows out there too. Yep. And that was great. And, you know, then that's what the guy was looking for. He was looking for a variety of programs. Um, but man, we just got tons of props from people. BN's all you need. My favorite shows the BN, the Jamil show, the session, all the stuff, right? <laughs> but invariably, almost every mention about the show was. It, uh, yeah, you I know gotta watch too. out for the language. The show's <laughs> a the little ki- crude. Shoot the kids out of the room. You know, if, if you're offended easily, don't let. Like it was always given with it was a like, disclaimer with a disclaimer. It was it's the best beer show out there. Disclaimer: unless you're offended by language and crudeness and sex talk and like everything that they yeah. So basically, every day. Blue collar language, yeah, dicks. Beer drinking, but still now yeah, beer know, drinking language. This is why. Look, we work with all these organizations, and and they love us to a degree. Uh, but it, there's always <laughs> that. There's always a little standoffishness when I first start talking to groups like the yeah. AHA or the Brewers Association. Oh, you're from the. Yeah. It's always well. We we know you're very popular. We know everyone listens to you. We also know you're a little risque. You say some curse words. You you curse you. Do bad things. You do naughty things. It's because we can. We're not on real radio. Yeah, fuck it, right? So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I'm reading through this thing, going, "Are you got it's why? Why the grain of salt? Why do you got to add the grain of salt? Can't you just say, listen to the BN? It's great. Yeah, you always got to add the grain of salt. Damn it, jerks." Well, they did say listen anyway. They did say listen, and uh, and was, I said, you know, this is that other thing, but listen anyway. Yeah. Lots of props. So thank you, everybody who responded to that. Uh, it's cool. like all those recommendations going out there. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're talking to Blue Mountain Brewery, and we're going to talk about a little bit of hot farming, a little bit of Belgian brewing, and uh, just some good beer uh, beer talk. Plus, we're going to be tasting all sorts of crazy beers. Yeah. Hey, don't forget long. your phone call, too. And I'll have to do that when we come back. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on The Brewing Network. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby! 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's gonna be WLP 400 with beer! 
I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Can, can, tasty. Can, 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 tasty. Tasty, can, tasty. Tasty, can, tasty, 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 Company is Stockton's premier microbrewery and family restaurant in the heart of Stockton, California, just off the Miracle Mile. Brewmaster Steve Altamari crafts a full array of award-winning ales and specialty beers, from their Hitman Gold American Pale Ale to their Black Cat Stout, or any one of their monthly specialty brews, like Valley's Uber Hoppy Imperial IPA. And the best part is, you can now purchase kegs of Valley Brew to take with you from their all-new 30-barrel brewery, now open in Stockton. So pick up a keg and get a taste of one of California's oldest brewing traditions. To find out more about Valley Brewing's historic past, their selection of beers, or family-friendly restaurant, visit them online at valleybrew.com. Or stop by and sample the beer at 157 West Adams Street in Stockton, California, where pitchers are just $5 all day on Sundays. 
this Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Now I'm all angry. Oh, man. Whoa. Shouldn't have told me that during the show. I should have. You should not have. Uh, well, I didn't know what to say. God, I ain't got to really stay off of this thing. Told you, man. What are you angry about? Uh, and there's a bunch of noise on the signal, I guess. I'm being told that there were, which means that the archive's going to sound like shit. It's going to have a hum. It's going to have a 60 Rattling megahertz hum. Rattling 60 megahertz hum. And uh, it's going to have JP, or it's going to have Tasty digging through a cooler in the background on it, and it's going to have 60 <laughs> megahertz. <laughs> Tasty's like deer in the headlights right yeah. now. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> really? It's n- he. I don't know. Yeah, he said it, and then uh, um, we've had it before. It was part of the reason I re- I rewired to try to get rid of it. No one said anything for the. I mean, that was in the first like three minutes of the show, and then no one said anything after that. So maybe I know, it went but away. they know what they're. It's not going to go away. Uh, all right, uh, we got a lot to get to. Anyway, uh, let's just power through it, and I'll try to clean it up in, in the aftermath. See what we can do. Bevo is now in the chat room with you. Hi, Beavis. Hi. You can hit the chat now button on the homepage, and she will be taking your questions in there and uh, hanging out with you in general. Welcome back. Thanks. It's been a while. It has. Yeah. How it was had, Easter? It was Easter. Yeah. Easter tastic. Yeah. Jesusy. Family e. I see. Zombie Jesus Day. <laughs> Bevo and Sam have creepy family, too. It must have been an interesting day. They're not that creepy. We were at the wedding, honey. (laughs) (laughs) We know. We spent the day with Sam's family. They're not that creepy. It's just my side. That's Okay. There's a lot of them, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. I've also got Taylor Smack from Blue Mountain Brewery on the line. Hang on just one second. got to get to a caller. Uh, Reefer Brow has been on hold all beginning of the show. I think he may have hung up. Yeah, let's see. Reefer, are you there? I'm here. Nah, he's there. Hey, let's do this quick. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. I just you so much to get to. Um, what happened in this homebrew comp you, you entered? Uh, it was the uh, it was put on by Brewers of South Suburbia, um, the Chicago Cup, 2008. Yeah. First uh, first homebrew competition took first place of my oat stout. Nice. Congrats. Good work, brother. Good job. I got uh, I did a black IPA a la the Stone Eleventh. Entered it in IPA and specialty ale category. Took second place with that. Nice. And wow. This is all your first got, competition. Yes. And then, since I got first with my oatmeal stout, I got moved on to the best of show round and took third place. Wow. All right. The end. Good work. Oh, and it was our name? Point. Owner the point. Yeah. For you, buddy. Good job, <laughs> man. Not mad about your audio issues. <laughs> I'll be happy about that now. You've, you've saved my anger. Hey man, that's good work. By the way, all for you. Yeah. W- when you guys uh, put your club down and you're putting down TBN or the BN, put down the whole thing. Put down the Brewing Network. Yeah, I put the Brewing Network. Cool. Because I guess they were reading it out at the. I, we had like five medals or something yesterday, and they kept reading well, TBN. I was the only one for boss that won or for that competition. For that so. comp, yeah. I guess yeah. out here there's a bunch of them, and every time the announcer read it, he's like, "I don't know what the hell TBN is." So uh, we don't want to hear that. We want to hear the Brewing Network yeah. when they announce those awards. Man, you got to wear your colors loud and proud, like JP's rainbow-colored shirt. Hi. Yeah. So uh, hey, good man. Thanks for putting our name down too. Hey, no problem. It was all for you guys, man. I was just entering it for mainly feedback, and yeah, got a little more than that, I guess, huh? Yeah, you got did. some hardware. That's great, man. It's always great when you 
go for something, you get and, a little uh, something Nicole else. Nicole says hello, too, by the way. Yeah, hello, Nicole. We know Nicole, don't we, Chad? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, tell sister hello. Very nice. I will. All right, brother. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, dude. Later. Later. Congratulations. I love it when people are entering competitions, especially when it's their first time. Jamil's been telling you to do this since the beginning. Enter them. Get your feedback. Uh, you might just win something, but more importantly, you're going to find out a lot about your beer that you didn't know already. So love to hear these first-timers, just like Chad. Chad is no longer a competition virgin. Wow. <coughs> yeah. Neither that cherry. Neither is Bevo. Hit a home run. It's pretty good. <laughs> We have two non-virgins yeah. in the room oh. for the first week. Oh yeah. I didn't enter a competition. Hey. Yeah, you, you did. Were virgin, yeah, you did. <laughs> Sam did, I guess, and he Stop. won. Stop. Okay. Stop. Stop. <laughs> All right, I got to interject here. Uh, we just moved on to another uh, one of the listener beers that they sent me. Okay. Uh, it's an Atwater uh, Vanilla Java Porter. Ooh. Uh, Atwater's the brewing company? Yep. Very nice. That water block brewery. Mm, it's delicious. We're going to be going through well, some of this list as we... <laughs> I thought it was like... Around uh, there somewhere. Just have to get it back Detroit. I thought it was like... Uh, oh, there's your glass and it's empty. Like jalapeno. I yeah, that, but it, it, uh, I get the java in there. I get some coffee. Hmm. All right, we're going to be doing that all show long. We'll let you know as we try new beers. And so that those of you who sent Doc beers, you'll know that uh, we're enjoying them. And, yeah. Or not enjoying them, whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. Hey, Taylor, are you with us? I'm with you, yes. There we go. Hey, thanks for being patient. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Hey, no problem, no problem. Taylor Smack from Blue Mountain Brewing Company, and you can go to bluemountainbrewery.com, bluemountainbrewery.com. I'll have a link on my homepage uh, beginning tomorrow, and you can go straight from there. But just go to bluemountainbrewery.com to learn about it. Taylor, thanks for doing the show with us. I appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me. All right. So Virginia, huh? Yeah. uh, Still, you know, not as saturated as... uh, uh, y'all side of the country with good beer, but we're getting there. You know, we're trying to branch out anyway and really uh, try to go for, you know, uh, different states all over the place. And I love to hear when when, when there's, you know, fairly large and, and good craft brewers going on in these states that, that we never hear about. We haven't had uh, really anybody from the South, have we? Mm, the South, not yet. And this is our We've first... been New England pretty hard. Yeah, this is... De- well, because that, that Shat's biased to New England. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Uh, th- but this is our first Virginian, that's for sure. So, welcome to the program. Glad now that we don't have Bevo anymore. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourselves, because uh, you guys have an interesting history. We always want to know, you know, how you get into craft brewing, because no one... Since it's relatively new, nobody went to, to high school and decided, when I graduate, I'm going to be a craft brewer, right? You did all sorts of other things, and you quit your jobs to become what you are. So tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm lucky. I went into it fairly early anyway. Like like everyone else of, uh, I guess, this generation of brewers, I was, of course, a home brewer. Mm-hmm. And I uh, came out of college, had pretty much a worthless English lit degree because uh, it was enjoyable to do that in college. Sure. Um, Good work. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. <laughs> love of beer, uh, love of beast light established pretty well then. But uh, so I ended up at a like everyone else in the late '90s at an internet company, and I uh, was home brewing along the while. It was probably early 20s at this point, and it was one of those we're all going to be millionaires. Uh, you know, big company. We went public. Um, just hated it the whole time. Really? Yeah. Around Christmas, I think of. 98, they laid off half the company and refused to lay me off. I went begging for them to lay me off. They wouldn't do it. Ah. So I, what I did was I started uh, going and volunteering at South Street Brewery, uh, kind of apprenticing, and just ditching work. Okay. And uh, that, that ended up being semi-part-time there. 
uh, homebrewing, you know, I'd kind of reached this point where I loved it so much I was obsessing, and so I enrolled at Siebel Institute up in Chicago, and uh, went there, and it just really snowballed. I ended up uh, applying for a position at Goose Island and ended up somehow landing the head brewer position for both their brew pubs in Chicago. I'll tell you what, that's pretty. That's a pretty big jump going from it, homebrewer <laughs> to Siebel to Goose Island, man. Yeah, within, you know, uh, within a half a year anyway, um, way over my head at the time. Okay. Uh, definitely had an assistant brewer who knew more than me, at least uh, practical. You know, there's only so much you can learn in school. I always, if someone's really interested, I, I definitely suggest they look into UC Davis or Siebel. But, okay. you know, you learn being a brewer by being in the brewery, and that, that was what I was, you know, lacking all but six months of. So it was really trial by fire, but it was a great experience up there. So what got, what, do you think it was the Siebel? on your resume that got you the head brewer spot, though? Oh, it was a lot of things. Um, An an opening, uh, a a friend from my class uh, who actually worked at the production facility recommended me. You know, just getting along with everybody there and convincing them that I just, you know, brewing is not rocket science and just they they wanted to see that you'd work really hard. And so uh, gotcha. I had that going. But, yeah, it was, it was a miracle of God that I got that job. <laughs> so Very nice. Um, always, always very happy about that. It was uh, it was a great experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, just no hey, regrets about that. you got to give that good interview, no matter what the job is, which is why I'm always amazed that J.P. has a job at all. Because if you ever met J.P. I, didn't, I never interviewed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was willing to do work for free. <laughs> See, that's how you every go. boss loves that. It explains everything. Yeah, you don't want to work it up, or you don't want to give it up. I'm yeah. willing to work cheap. Yeah. you got to give that good interview to yeah. get the job, man. I'll tell you that. I've only had one interview. Ever. So how long were you at Goose Island then? <laughs> funny thing i was there about a year and that's uh, pretty much all i could take i actually left for uh I, well i took a little interim but ended up getting offered the the brewing job at south street brewery uh back in charlottesville which is a little bit closer to home um it's where university of virginia is located kind of a really cool college town obviously we're at a apprentice and um Jacques Landry, who is the, the brewer there he's a fellow who brewed out at uh great divide and at oasis out in Colorado, you know, it was just nice to kind of come home, and he had just had a baby and offered me the position, and I pretty much had had it with 16-hour days oh, up in I Chicago, okay. and the negative 32-degree temperature, and decided to head home after a year. Okay. Yeah, see, that'll get you, even if you love the work, man, you can't put in too much time, 16-hour days, that's insane. Yeah, well, you know, and a lot of that was just my uh, inexperience as a brewer at the time. Um, okay. But, yeah, it's just the way it worked out. So um, it, it was great to be up there, though. It was kind of a super cast of brewers when I was there. Everyone uh, at the production facility, which we had really close contact with, ended up just really doing great things. Almost everyone I worked with has, has opened up their own brewery or has been really successful since. So wow. having that kind of community there was just its something I'll probably never experience again. Sure, and you must have learned a lot, I mean, a brewery like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had the production facility downtown kind of supplementing the brew pubs and, you know, full-time microbiologist and just 60,000 barrels of beer a year. There's Yeah, it's just, it was like, welcome to the real world there. It was great. Uh, did you run into Matt Brindleson while you were there? And he, did you guys cross paths? Or? <laughs> he actually just left right before I got oh, there. Oh, that's too but, bad. Um, he's, a, he's a good friend of the show here. Yeah, oh, is he? Yeah, oh, yeah. I got, never actually personally met him, but definitely look up to him. And I, I yeah. can't think of a more successful brewer out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, by the way, just so you know, you got a cast of characters here that are going to be interviewing you. That's Tasty. There's to talk to you. you got JP here. you got Doc here. So you'll okay. be getting several questions, just so you know who's uh, who's kind of hanging out. 
Yeah, that's right. I had forgotten that Matt was with Goose Island for a while, wasn't he? He was that was he was a hop chemist and then went to Goose Island and then and then I think he was somewhere in Michigan. And then he was at uh, I guess Slow for a while before Firestone Walker. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know Michigan, maybe Kalamazoo. I, I, I'm not sure I knew that, but yeah, yeah he was yeah. sorely missed right when I showed up. He was, he had literally just left, and uh, uh, but the guy who ended up taking his broom position was also great, and has ended up opening uh, Southern Tier in New York now. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you kind of went through that. It sounds like you know, ultimately you ended up putting in your time anyway, and yeah. uh, you know having to get that brewing experience. How do you end up where you are now? Well, it was six years of being a pub brewer and just hitting that, that glass ceiling where, you know, it's a seven-barrel system with a couple of oversized, uh, you know, 14-barrel tanks, but really could only bang out so much beer in a year. Um, got to be as creative as I wanted, but it wasn't my place, and the salary, I, as most brewers can attest, kind of sucks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I figured, man, I just, I, I'd always wanted to do it on my own, but I felt like it was definitely the time. I, I spent six years at South Street and did everything I could do, and um, so I'd just been working on a business plan and really communicating with the county that we ended up moving the brewery to. Okay. So, because here, here's what I'm thinking, you know, you're not making a lot of money, you didn't strike it rich in the dot-com like you were supposed to, it sounds like. Nope. You're working on this business plan, but, you know, we've talked to a lot of people, it, you know, you're talking a million dollars, it costs a lot of money to open, you know, to start up a place, so... Yes, it does, a million is, yeah, a little bit more, actually. And more, so how do you get to that point, what do you do, I mean, how do you go from a brewer's salary to being able to open a place? Well, we, uh, we actually went around and, um, raised investors is what we did, we're an S-Corp, we've got, uh, 32 investors. Okay. And just kind of uh, promised, or not promised, but showed them projections about uh, getting, you know, dividend returns one day. Yeah. And just convinced them we had an idea, because our idea is very different here. It's not just, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to open another brew pub, we're going to do another brewery, which which would work in Virginia, because there's, um, you know, there's a lack of them still, except for up around the D.C. area. But we really, you know, I don't know how much you guys looked into uh at the website probably gives a little bit of the spiel but we're in the middle of wine country uh and people probably don't think of virginia that way but got over 140 vineyards and uh not all of them are crappy and uh we've got this really tight concentration of about 22 vineyards right in this uh area outside of charlottesville and we decided that you know it'd be really great to make a brewery a destination like a vineyard was and it was that kind of uh, line of thought that led us to think about growing hops out here, and that's really kind of the whole different take that we're doing. Okay, so th- was that the idea that 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 kind of made your business plan stand out? You know that you it was. Yeah, okay. it's, it's agritourism in a in a state that loves agritourism. I mean, we've got the orchards here and the vineyards, and people come. I'm right by the Appalachian Trail and Shenandoah National Park, or five miles away. Got a ski resort, so that, yeah, that kind of just tourist thing. Okay, because um, we're, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's a beautiful country, but we're we're a good thirty minutes from uh, an urban area. So we had to convince them that this idea was so cool and so different, and no one else was doing it. And uh, so yeah, we just kind of uh, pounded the pavement and raised the investors, and before you know it. We had to cut off the fundraising. People were just throwing money at us at the end, which was a bizarre really? feeling. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It would be a bizarre feeling unless you're a stripper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow, can you imagine going with just having a great idea like that? And people are like, "Sure, I want in. Let me get let me get in on that. That's that'd be fantastic." Yeah, yeah, it really was. 
See, I always wonder about that process too, because I mean, are you, how do you find these people? Are you, you know, do you just is it a word of mouth thing? Hey, we know some investors. Do you have to go through a, an agency who finds venture capitalists? I mean, I think that people would love to do what you did, but no one knows where to begin. You know. Yeah, it's not like I'm well connected. I'm not. You know, I don't come from money or anything like that. Uh, yeah. You can certainly go the venture capitalist route. I I took advantage of the small business development center that pretty much any town is going to have, and yeah. it, it was slightly helpful developing the plan. But they talked about venture capital. Um, we thought that family might be kind of uh, lucrative, and we certainly have a lot of family in. But it was <laughs> it's a very small piece of the pie. You find out real quick that. You know, your aunt might love you, but she's probably not going to give you more than five grand. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, it, it became word of mouth. Uh, what we did was we uh, kind of a bold thing. We decided after we hit a certain mark, and it was very small, I think a hundred or hundred fifty thousand dollars, we decided we were just going to go ahead and start building um, because we essentially had uh, bought this uh, four acre hay field that had this killer mountain view, and just said we're going to start building. And once we started doing that, people started asking questions. Okay. Yeah. Now, so probably not something everybody can do, I guess. But yeah, that's you have to have kind of that unique thing. I think that makes it stand out, and, and yeah. we've certainly heard that. You know, the other question I have too is about your idea. You know, here in the Napa Valley, you know, it's right near us. If uh, if you went to anybody and said, "Yeah, I'm going to tear up that vineyard land and I'm going to plant something <laughs> other than vines," people would look at you like you're insane. I mean, that property is so valuable, and yeah, I wonder yeah. if I mean, if you're in wine country there too, it must be similar. It is, but the the land we were looking at wasn't appropriately sized for a vineyard. I mean, we've got these great vineyards literally within a mile, both directions. One of them has 250 acres, other one has 220. I mean, we're talking about a four-acre strip okay. uh, that's right on the road, and, and that's benefited us. You know, we're kind of, uh, we're the beer version of those wine destination places. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I can't afford 250 acres, so no, no one was up in arms about us not planting grapes here. Just a little plot, okay. Yeah. yeah, Doc, you ever heard the prices of those that acreage oh, up there? It's insane. It, I couldn't believe it. Unbelievable. And it's and it's just because of what grows, man. You know that wine grows and unbelievable prices that stuff goes for. It's unfathomable about how much it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want? Oh, you want to open a build a restaurant out there? Oh my God. Yeah, you know anything that would be a fantastic idea anywhere else on Earth, you know. That's just the way land works. But I just thought it was fascinating how much that goes for. That's crazy. We did a, a, a custom draft install for a guy's house up in Napa. Uh-huh. It's, it's like uh, five minutes from downtown Joe's. His He bought the plot of land and built his house. It was, uh, when he first bought it, it was 400000 Yeah. for just the plot. And then when I was up there, uh, his house was already being built. It went up to 700000 in eight months. Wow. Just for the land, not for the, the building or anything. There's got to be something wrong with that. That's f- something fishy's going on. You can get land really cheap in Pinole. <laughs> yeah, in the ghetto where or Pacheco, yeah. where Beefo lives, or Pacheco. Yeah. It's All not bad do, here. Pinole's the nicer part. You just got to run in and take that shit. <laughs> yeah, That's what you got to do? <laughs> take it and go. I run this block. It's cheap. <laughs> it costs a nine millimeter and a clip. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, so you you know you've had you had this brewing experience and you have this idea, Taylor, to 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 start this. But do you know anything about growing hops, which is the other part that of your business plan? No, we don't. Uh, the first thing we did was go right to our uh, local extension agent, who is kind of I, I guess they have these all over the country. Uh, our agricultural university here is Virginia Tech. 
uh, a couple hours away, and they kind of have these guys in every town that will help you uh, with agricultural needs. So we just went to him, and of course he didn't know anything either. Uh, we, you know, everyone looks up that Virginia was once a hop growing region, um, and of course that was because we hadn't gone west yet and figured out that hops grow really well in Oregon and Washington and Idaho. So no one knew anything. Um, we just we read everything we could. We got probably what a lot of your listeners get, you know, just as a homebrewer. Huh? If you want to grow hops in your backyard, there's there's little pamphlets out there. There's information. We got a little more technical with the extension agents, started taking soil samples and drainage and things like that. But no, didn't know a thing. Learning as we go, kind of. Well, it's a weed, right? Can't be that difficult. I mean, come well, on. Yeah. I've heard it's harder to kill than it is to grow, and it seems to be working that way. Yeah. So, how long yeah. are we talking now? How long have you been there? How long have you been growing hops? Well, we planted the hops. Uh, let's see. It was early last or earlier late last March. So we're going on our second year now, and we didn't expect anything last year. Um, we've got uh, it's about a quarter acre and just space that you know, just like the way everyone's going to tell you to couple feet between each plant four or five feet between the rows and uh, we've got about 200 rhizomes of cascade that we purchased from the we got the rhizomes from hop union okay and uh so we didn't expect much the first year and darn it they didn't just really they just grew great um you know we treated soil definitely i don't know how much you want me to get into that with the tilling and the well a little uh, bit because you know part of the uh, of the information i think my listeners would love to hear from you is everyone wants to plant hops this year the hop shortage is in everybody's mind so (laughs) even if they're if if they're beginner tips like kind of how you stumbled along i think that'd be great if you want to tell us about that Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to share because it really seems to be working, and that's either because we're not complete idiots or because hops are really that easy to grow. Okay. I, don't, I don't know which it is, but um, no, it's a funny thing that it's definitely on everyone's mind. It's, you know, it's not just brewers and home brewers. It's on CNN, and we have people come uh, to our tasting room restaurant facility here, uh, a number of them who actually grow uh, wine grapes, and ask, you know, can they turn this other acreage they have into something for growing hops? So. I mean, no kidding, dozens of people, people are contacting our extension agent. You know, it feels like we're on the verge of Virginia becoming a hop region, but the truth is that uh, once you really want to go commercial, it's, I'm sure it's a very difficult process. We're still at the size that we're able to pick by hand and, and everything. So uh, anyway, going astray a little bit. But okay. uh, aside from uh, the obvious things that you would want to do, you'd obviously be looking for uh, something that's in the full sun and something that's fairly well-draining and, uh, you know, test the soil. soil you're looking for uh, kind of acidic, uh, something between six and six and a half is what I understand, and that's what we happen to get, luckily. It was just um, you didn't have to treat it to make it that acidic? We, no, we didn't have to do any pH adjustment, okay. um, or we didn't intentionally anyway. We tilled up. It's very, uh, we have what they call red clay here in Virginia, and it's fairly acidic, but it's also like cement when you go down. It doesn't really drain well. So we did till that up and add uh, organic matter like compost and whatnot. Um, put a little uh, fertilizer with nitrogen in there. But what we really did was build up the rows. You know, we just decided, okay, this is going to be a whole row of hops here. And by building the little mounds, um, the, the theory was, especially with tilling and adding organic matter, that we'd create a more well-draining soil. And it certainly seemed to work. We dug down and checked out, um, you know, how the, the rootlets from the rhizomes are spreading from the crowns this year. And it's insane. I mean, I can't believe how much they've grown in a year. So Wow. Yeah, it's uh, they. I think they're that easy to grow. <laughs> so, 
is there a specific fertilizer? I mean, so, like a, a, I don't know if it's a brand or something that, that people should know about that's easy to get, easy to use, that you guys had to use at all? Gosh, I'm afraid. I don't even remember what we got. My partner, uh, I've got two business partners, my wife, Mandy, and uh, Matt Nucci, who actually got me in the homebrewing originally, and we ended up being business partners. He uh, he did a lot of the, you know figuring out the fertilizer and meeting with the extension agent. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a brand plug or okay. anything. <laughs> that, no worries. How many different types of hops are you guys growing? Is it all Cascade? It is all Cascade, and it's a funny thing. It makes it seem like geniuses right now because I, as a professional brewer with ties with Hop Union and other people I can get hops from, I could not get Cascade hops mm. for, uh, of the 07 crop, which is insane. You know, there were times uh, in my brewing career where Cascades were about 2 bucks a pound. Um, I heard of a friend getting them for $36 a pound, but I couldn't even get them this year. So, right. um, but, so we didn't decide on Cascade because we have this amazing foresight or anything um <laughs> although you should you know, say that yeah well you know people might buy into that yeah, yeah. you saw the prices coming but you know, <laughs> yeah. um we, what happened was uh, the, the minimal research that we could find about the varieties which i kind of feel like people keep the, the breeders might keep a little close to their best there uh, basically indicated the cascade had the most disease resistance for our area which uh, in Virginia, um, we, you know, we'll get enough uh, sunshine and whatnot, but it's humid here, and so we worry about uh, powdery mildew. And Cascade seems to be fairly resistant to that. Okay. That was our choice there. Well, that's a good choice. And then uh, what about aphids and things like that? That's the other, uh, you know, w- w- what we've heard about growing hops is that they are easy to grow, it grows like a weed, but that uh, critters are kind of tough on them. Yeah, um, they are. We actually had uh, two spotted mite infestation our first year. I was pretty bummed. Um, we, we were able to do two harvests last year, if you can believe that. First year, it wasn't huge, but two different harvests. And in between the two, we um, noticed that the leaves were kind of uh, turning brown and just were kind of going away, uh, de-leafed on the bottom part of where they'd been climbing up the, the ropes that we dropped down the, the twine. Mm-hmm. And so we called our extension agent, and again, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's like this all over the country. You're usually not alone. There's somebody out there that's interested in helping you do uh, something agricultural, as long as it's not just a backyard garden and it's a little more serious. There are people you can call. We called our extension agent. He came over, identified it immediately, and gave us something to treat it with. Okay. So and that was all a matter of doing. You just have to do a little treatment, and it's fine. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to go all organic, uh, it might be a little more difficult, and we looked into that. I think what we used was kind of borderline not organic. I feel a little sketchy about that, um, you know, because uh, this, is, this is my land here. I didn't even mention I live right next door, so I'm, I'm truly living the dream here. I get to walk over to my brewery anytime I want. Oh, so. that's great. Yeah, but, you know, we got a well and everything, and uh, just I don't want to be poisoning my own land. Yeah. So did yeah. you find, is this something that you're still looking into and trying to figure out, or did you find what you used is okay? Uh, we find it's not too bad. It's, it's basically uh, something from um, orange peel, some sort of an orange peel extract. But it has Agent some, Orange? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Taylor's holding the phone with his third um, arm. God forbid, might be just horrible. I don't know. But we're, we're looking into going a little more organic this year. We have a, a bunch of uh, organic farm orchards around us, and they're all kind of convincing us to go that route. It's a real cool community out here in Afton. I, I know you guys are on the other side of the country, but if anyone's listening that's a little closer to this side, it is just a, a stellar place to live. I mean, we've got just the best vineyards um, and just the farm markets, and 
It's just a beautiful place. That's my plug for my home state. Hey, that's all right. You plug away. <laughs> JP is glad to hear that you're going to switch over organic. He has uh, become a real champion of, of organic living and green living, haven't you, JP, since the Slow Food Show? I have, yes. I, uh, uh, I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic, <laughs> and I just use uh, sustainably farmed uh, wood products for clothes now. Yeah. He's wearing, it, he's wearing hemp underwear today. It's not, yeah. it's not comfortable, but it is no. friendly. I chafe like a mother. Doc, I'm surprised that you don't grow hops on your big plot of land out there. Don't you have to do some some farming for taxes or something? Yeah, we're looking into that now. Do some hops, man. Uh, yeah. The water's always kind of an issue with us. Is it? Uh, oh, gr- like not things. enough of it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I thought about growing them anyway. Yeah. Just, uh, just to have it. Yeah. But as uh, he was saying, they're harder to get rid of <laughs> than they are to grow. Yeah, right? Yeah, so once, once you got them, they're hard to kind of get rid of. In case uh, yeah. somebody in my family didn't like them anymore. Sure. <laughs> I can't imagine your kids not liking hops. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But you could grow the cousin like right in the middle of it. No one would know the difference. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Could happen. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, Taylor, you said you got two harvests on your first year. Yeah. And that's something I'm curious about because I thought that you thought i had read that you don't really get that great of a yield and it and it takes you know has to mature for a year or so before you get some really good hops have you found that you know uh, i guess in terms of alpha acids things like that oh well that's something i should definitely point out we're using our hops for flavor and aroma additions okay Um, we a lot of hop backing definitely big time wet hop harvest sales uh, dried some last year and used kind of a ceremonious amount in, uh, in further batches. I think we're going to have to get a little bit more serious about some sort of a drying facility this year. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, not, not testing now fast. I don't know how that's doing. <laughs> okay. So you're not too worried about that. So really, it, in terms of, of how they grow, whether it be the first year or the second year, you're just you're just thinking about yield, like how many pounds you're getting, right? Yeah, the yield was crappy last year, by the way. It, I mean, it, I was just impressed that we got really good-looking cones, and we ended up doing two harvests just after reading everything about once they go from the vibrant green to the kind of paler green, and mm-hmm. you break a couple open, see how the lupulins is doing, if, it, if the little glands um, you know, are kind of turning from the the bright yellow to the gold. So that happened, and we plucked a bunch, and, uh, I mean, literally buckets full, and then they, uh, darn if they didn't just go ahead and flower again. And uh, I, we're expecting a ton more this year. Everything we've read has indicated that we might get around 300 pounds. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I know, crazy. It's, uh, what, I, do you, uh, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to uh, brew wet hop beers? Uh, we're going to do a lot of that. I think... Uh, just, you know, a lot of having the hops here is a touch and feel of just kind of like how cool it is when you roll up to a vineyard and just the yeah. spread of vines. They're just really beautiful. It's cool to lead a tour and take people out and show them the hops, break one open. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're not producing near enough for everything we're brewing here, so we still order them. But, you know, with the small amount we have, if we do end up with 300 pounds or so, what I'll probably do is share them uh, with brewers right around the area. We, we actually have... Uh, you know, a few really cool breweries. Uh, Star Hill is seven miles away, um, which is a a, uh, a fairly big brewery. They're doing about six thousand barrels now, and I think uh, wow. I don't know if you guys know the AB just uh, purchased part of the uh, company, a small minority part. So they're apparently going to be going national soon. Those guys are right down the road. I'll probably share with them. Um, just, you know, a couple other breweries around the area. I'll probably 
They must be stoked. Just say, hey. They must be happy that somebody there has some cascade. I'm imagining that they're, you're their best friend now. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I, I was living off of some 06 cascades for a while, and then finally, eh, you know, they're gone. And uh, I'm using Amarillo now as my cascade replacement. It's so bizarre not to be able to get cascade. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be uh, trying to dry your uh, next crop? Uh, try yeah, to make them last we, a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I think I think we will. Um, aside from maybe doling out a little bit so everyone can kind of just have that cool thing of, hey, we're using local hops. Uh, I think we're, we've got this place right across the street that has uh, started modifying the underside of their barn, and they're growing mushrooms there. And uh, I, we're probably going to be talking to them about setting up a drying area a little bit more serious. I, I think suddenly at harvest time when we just have hops coming out of our ears, we're going to decide we have to take it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. So... You know, you're going to do kind of a basic drying process then with a couple of screens, or, you know, you're not setting up, uh, you know. Yeah, a large version of that, exactly. Exactly what you've read about doing as a, you know, a homebrewer with the, the hops in your backyard. I hope we can get away with that. Some sort of humidity controlled, you know, modified insulated room. Uh, that's my idea right now. I'm sure we'll make a couple of mistakes, learn as we go. Um, Hop Union seems pretty cool and responsive about kind of helping out. They, they have been. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. good dudes over there. So, just yeah. for uh, for listeners who haven't read any of that, it's you know you're really just talking about uh, the the equivalent of a couple pieces of mesh and putting the hops in between them, right? Yeah, with a wood frame, uh, just little stands for them, and uh, you don't want to get them too deep, apparently, and uh, you want to keep the humidity down. And I don't think you need it to get too terribly hot. Uh, uh, you know, again, I'm going to use as many as I can as a as kind of a harvest addition. Um, our, one of our flagships here is a strong pale ale, and um, you know, just, you, know, you can't get any more perfect than that. Just to have a harvest ale developed around your own hops right at harvest time. Just throw yeah, those suckers cool. right in the hop bag. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to try that beer. You know, walk into your local brewery, and they grew the hops right there, brewed the beer right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 fresh hop beer. Yeah, that's about yeah. as fresh hop as it gets. And you drink it right there, and then you go and you pee it right there. And you pee it right <laughs> yeah. there. And that's fresh. That's fresh. That's you, fresh. You take home the ugly girl at the end of the bar right, right there. there. Yeah, do it all. <laughs> all right there. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And then you can yeah. yeah. Hey, that's you can walk right home. It's right next door. That's marketing right now. Yeah. Do it all right here. Do it all right here. <laughs> now, what about storage of those once you dry them? Do you just you know? What are we talking here? Ziploc bags or is this oh, right. well, vacuum seal anyway? Okay. Uh, and and then as cold as you can get them. Uh, once you get the air out, you don't have to worry about freezer burn too much. So okay, uh, you, you just pretty much the way they're coming to me, either nitrogen flushed or vacuum vacuum packed. Uh, obviously, using whole cones here, and that's really kind of where I see things becoming a hold up with all these great people interested in growing hops around the area. You know, they don't understand that once you want to get commercial, you need these giant pickers and balers and you know, pelletizers, I guess. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I, I know you could probably ship them somewhere to get that done. But we've got the ability to use whole flower hops here and are doing that increasingly with the, the crisis going on. I, I found I was able to get uh, a lot more variety when I could move to whole flowers and uh, a little bit cheaper, too, generally. And, uh, you know, just not even doing Whirlpool and 15-minute, 30-minute uh, editions with my beer. It's just it's in the hop back if I want some kind of aroma character out of it. Okay. Yeah. I really I like your uh, kind of 
I like the basic approach to it that it's not rocket science. You planted a bunch of hops, you pick a bunch of hops, you put a bunch of hops in the beer. That's really yeah. it's very much homebrewing. Yeah, it, it is, I mean, a lot of people want to make things more complicated than they are. Yeah, you know, but uh, I mean, you don't have to make them into pellets just to put them in the beer. No, yeah, you don't. exactly. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a plant, man. Yeah, it doesn't work, and you try again. I mean, you know, rhizomes are pretty cheap. All right, I have to take a quick break. Uh, if you can hang in there for a few minutes with us, Taylor, just a couple breaks. Got to pay some sponsors. Um, and we come back. I, I'd like to talk about your hop back because you mentioned that a couple times, and homebrewers always love uh, gadgets like that. So sure. talk about that. And then some of your Belgian projects because I see you're working on a little bit of Belgian brewing. We are indeed. Okay, so hang in there for just a second, and we'll come back and do that. Uh, okay. All right, listeners, 888-401-BEER. You know the number, 888-401-BEER. Bevo is waiting patiently for your phone calls. And you look tired, Beavis. Do you need a beer? you need a full beer? No. you need to chug a beer? No. Some beer? Chug 10 beers? Back rub? Uh, Whoa! They're growing mushrooms in Virginia. You need mushrooms? I heard that. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Be happier and, with mushrooms. Hey, by the way, where's Sam? <laughs> I thought Sam was coming out. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, oh, oh. second floor Sam already. Is at, Sam is at Rogue. What? Right In, now. Yeah. With uh, Terrence the Black? With Terrence the Black and Tim. The White? Yeah. Tim. <laughs> Tim. Okay. But there are others that call me yeah. Tim. We're never going to see Sam again. He won't hang out with us anymore. I cry, I sh- I cry a jerk. little tear. He was supposed to be here. He wasn't hanging I out with you. us. He even told me. Him. I said, you come in Sunday. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, he was supposed to, but then I had to go... Take my mom and yeah, so no part of that. So I got stuck with Terrence and they decided to go to Rogue. All right, we'll be right back with more tastings and more with Blue Mountain Brewery. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. It's the hop shortage. No, not the organic, free-range, oyster Russian imperial coffee stout. It's all gone. We'll never brew again. Damn this hop shortage. Damn it to hell. Oi. Away off your wee f***ing hop shortage, Who are you? A f***ing Scottish 80 shilling, and you can't brew a Scottish 80 shilling like you was mixing f***ing cement with f***ing hops instead of gravel, you great f***ing ass. Use less hops, brew more beer. Northern Brewer has kits and ingredients for dozens of worldwide beer styles that don't require a lot of hops to make a great pint, like the bloodthirsty and abusive Scottish 80 shilling. Keep drinking great beer. Order at northernbrewer.com and get flat rate $7.99 shipping anywhere in the contiguous U.S. One beer kit, $7.99 shipping. One million beer kit, $7.99 shipping. Together we can beat this hop shortage. My Lambic! It'll only f***ing help it!
baby butter. I'm drunk. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program, boys and girls. Uh, still hanging out here with Blue Mountain Brewery. You can go to bluemountainbrewery.com and check it out. And uh, we've got Taylor Smack in line with us. Still there, Taylor? I am indeed, thanks. All right, wonderful. So uh, let's get some logistics out there before we continue, too, because I'm already getting questions from the listeners. Um, uh, one question I have is where can folks uh, find your beer, even if it's just in the Virginia area? Is it only okay, at the good. place? I was dreading that question. Uh-oh. Yeah, you're prob- probably not going to get us over there. We're available lots of places in Virginia, though. Okay. Um, we're pretty much in a bubble around well, central Virginia, for those folks who don't know what that is. It's uh, Charlottesville, Lynchburg, uh, Richmond, Roanoke area, pretty much everything but uh, northern Virginia, the D.C. area, and what we call Tidewater, which is kind of the beach area here. And uh, just not just in the uh, specialty stores, although, of course, we're there, but a lot of draft accounts. And uh, a couple of just standard grocery stores. Um, they can find our, our six packs. Got some kind of eclectic beers, some cork 750s and whatnot out there. They're kind of hard to find. Um, the best thing I try to encourage people to do is come by the brewery where uh, you grow hops. Tell you about the beer. Yeah, where we grow hops, and you can drink the beer on site. And we also sell the beer a hell of a lot cheaper than our uh, distributor sells them for. So, <laughs> <laughs> very nice. You're, by the way, your distributor's probably listening, and oh, yeah, they're great. They they love me. I love them. Okay, good. <laughs> Love's all love all around. <laughs> I am sure we have plenty of listeners there, so that's all good information uh, that people can find it there. Um, and another uh, question that somebody asked was about the area that your brewery is in. Um, you know, uh, are there other destinations there? Are there places to stay? Is it kind of a, you know, come here, grab a hotel, and you'll love it kind of a thing? I think so. I'm a little biased. Uh, of course, Virginia is, you know, kind of the, the founding of America. So you've got the whole, I don't want to call it cheesy, but just, you know, the whole history route. Uh, yeah, it's not cheesy at all. Um, Lewis and Clark, Meriwether uh, Lewis, was born right down the street from us. He was, of course, responsible for Western expansion and whatnot. Um, we've got Monticello, uh, Thomas Jefferson's home. Uh, so you've got all that history stuff. We've got, I think, four presidents' homes within probably 20 miles of the brewery. Uh, but more than that, it's, wow. just a, it's a good outdoors place. We're right up against the Blue Ridge Mountains. Uh, like I mentioned before, we've got the Appalachian Trail, ski resorts, lots of, uh, you know, dirt biking. Um, I mean, sorry, mountain biking. Probably mm-hmm. dirt biking, too, if you want to do that. And uh, so, yeah, just generally a good outdoorsy place. With uh, You can do the whole history thing, too, if you like. The home of Manifest Destiny, Doc. You know, I'm going. I know where I'm going on my next vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're going to Virginia. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, they like that now because the older one's studying that in the school. As a side note, just real quick, and I'm, I'm kind of like, too, so it's fascinating to me. I would love to see those places. I'm watching that uh, that uh, John Adams 
miniseries on HBO now. You That's see? funny. I actually read a review of that. Yeah. See that? They're, they're making him out as godlike, apparently, when he wasn't. It was a review I read of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm always interested in reading about those guys since they're yeah. around here. But uh, Adams was, uh, let's see, was he, he was Boston, wasn't he? He was, he was Boston. Um, yeah. And they're definitely making him out to be, like, the guy who started it all. Although, yeah. he's also a total asswipe. You can yeah. see that about him, like in the in the series, he's very outspoken and just kind of an ass. Um, yeah, but it's fascinating yeah. stuff. So uh, you know, and uh, this is why Chad loves New England because it's where like it's where it started for us, right, oh, yeah. Chad? That's right. You know, you get a lot of history out there. So anyway, I recommend the miniseries. It's a little slow moving. You know, you got to be into the history. Good it's for like, you. It's like watching the <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not for Doc. Doc can pay attention for about a half a second to anything. Uh, but a lot of things all at once. Well, it's kind of like the History Channel, but with really good actors is really the difference. It's a, it's that slow moving, but with really good actors. You know, it's got that guy. What's that guy? That guy's name with the double chin? John Adams. That's the guy. Okay. Thanks. I forget his stupid name. He's got a waddle. The actor. Yeah, he's always got a waddle his chin. Stupid name. <laughs> he has a stupid. Got more chins than a Chinese phone book. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent here. This is Virginia reminds me of that kind of stuff. One of the colonies, you know? It reminds you of a fat dude with chins. <laughs> reminds me of a guy with an extra chin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you're in Virginia, you can get the beers. Uh, best places at the location and the other places that uh, Taylor mentioned. So that's what you want to do. All right. Hey, let's talk a little bit about um, some of these Belgian projects you're working on. Looks like you're about to, uh, or you, you, you just released your Dark Hollow Bourbon Barrel. Yep, which is that that one's not really Belgian inspired, but that actually harkens back to my uh, Goose Island days. Um, feel kind of cool bragging about this, but uh, it was Greg Hall actually who was uh, he's one of the owners of, of Goose Island and um, was uh, he's, he's a son of John Hall who founded Goose Island. He has I think officially been credited with uh, I guess inventing the style of, of uh, bourbon barrel aged beer. Really, and uh, so I kind of you know it was tutelage right under Greg about uh, the way to do it and. I carry on that here with our Dark Hollow. Um, kind of, you know, everyone's got their different take on it. I'm always surprised the way some people are doing it. Uh, but so that, that's just, yeah, it's, it's kind of harkening back to my Chicago days there. It's an awesome beer. Can't drink too many of them. Super high alcohol, but great beer. I wonder if I'm ever going to get credited for inventing shitty beer. You guys think I'll get... Uh, There's too many. Five-star beer. Yeah. There's too much shitty beer out there for you to get credit, credit for. for that. No, no, actually, I think his is just shitty enough. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it deserves... It's just like, that shitty. Like, I think maybe others have done it, but I've really perfected it. That's true. And you really? brought it out there along the airwaves that everybody can appreciate. And, it. and you owned it. I did own you it. You didn't try to pass it off as... Chat's beer. Yeah. Chat dumped out my ESB today, ass. Because... Was that your second way? Because it was awful. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> it was total shit. <laughs> <laughs> I brewed it for the wedding, and it was good on, well, it was drinkable that day. Well, and it got progressively bad. It was there that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, Taylor. I just, you, you talking about people getting credit for things started to make me think about how I'm never going to brew a good beer. <laughs> oh, that, that, that can't be true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. No, you, br- no, you brewed a good one. You got, you got a medal right there to prove it. That's right. I do have a ribbon, but Doc pretty much did it. I just <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that a duo? Oh yeah, it was a duo. That's where all my medals come from. It's okay, Justin. <laughs> well, talk us about your Belgian projects. Yeah, we've got two on tap right now. Just uh, like every other brewer, I'm fascinated with and obsessed with Belgian ales. And uh, 
just try to get them as authentic as possible. We've got a triple and a double on right now, both using uh, uh, the same strain of yeast uh, from White Labs. I think it's the 550. I played around with the 540, didn't like it as much. Um, and uh, just, uh, I guess the special thing we're doing with the triple anyway is that we we bottled a lot of that in the 750s, and they're, they're corked, got the wire hood, the whole look, beautiful bottles, but the beer is excellent too. And we're actually croisoning the beer before we put it in uh, in the bottle so that it will re-ferment in the bottle. And that's something new I've played with and kind of, you know, a little bit more similar to the way the Belgians are bottle conditioning their ales. Mm-hmm. And um, How did you do it before to, you did that? Did you just prime it before that? Well, no. I mean, normally just on this scale, we'd just be uh, force carbonating and, uh, you know, then right into a keg or a bottle from there. So we really wanted to keep some of that yeast character. So actually adding fermenting beer back to uh, the finished beer right before you bottle or keg it and letting it letting it carbonate i mean yeah it's really similar to what you do as a home brewer it's kind of priming on a on a giant scale with live beer instead of sugar yeah yeah but it's it's really cool to do it's it's kind of an art and i'm I'm not going to say i'm there yet uh getting that great champagne-like quality out of the uh, out of our bottles like the Belgians are able to get. I don't know, maybe if it sits around for five years, it'll have that. Yeah, that's true. you got to do a little age. But that's a good, you know, like you say, that you're just kind of messing with it. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. How do you know how much to add? Is it really, has this been a trial and error process for you, Kreisning? Well, it, it, it is trial and error the way I'm doing it now, although I'm going on something. I didn't just blindly go into it. The uh, the NBA has charts of how to croisin that measures grams per you know liter of, uh, of, of spice that you're going to add, the, uh, the spice, the F-P-E-I-S-E, just of... Uh, you know how much how much CO two you have existing, how much you want um, the original extracts of the beer, and what the final attenuation should be. So yeah, basically there's a little spreadsheet that does all the thinking for me. Okay, Tasty, yeah. you're nodding over there. Do you use these? Uh, well, charts no, no. As well? I was just thinking that you know that would probably would be the case. It is. It's not just a random guess or some calculation you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you have you done this process? Uh, yeah, I've tried it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. With success. Uh, somewhat. Yeah. It's always a little bit. You know. Under or over carbonated. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, do you find the same thing, Taylor, that it's a uh, dialing in the carbonation's kind of tough? Yeah, and as uh, somebody who's, you know, bonded as a brewery, I shot for the slightly under, not wanting someone having an exploding bottle. Uh, Good idea. And the glass into their face. So, Smart um, man. <laughs> i got to creep up to the line of where I'm happy <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, that's generally frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, although I wouldn't hold it against you. You know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> send you my hospital bill, but I wouldn't hold it against you. Doc, have you done this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh, kind of a shot in the dark. Uh, it comes out, I, I've done a couple of them, and it's nice just to try something new. Yeah. That sounds like a fun process to try to kind of take a stab at. You yeah, know? you can just do it to some of your beer, too. You can do it to, to all of it. Yeah, I think out of four kegs, I did it to two. Uh-huh. And it, it, I was pretty happy with it. See, I like for a guy like Taylor, you know how you said it's kind of a little more traditional as far as Belgian beer is concerned. And, you know, if as a commercial brewery you're putting out a beer that you're going to call a Belgian, I like that you're trying to do that, you know, keep it a little more traditional. Yeah, and we, we go through that entire process with our ingredient, uh, with all of our ingredients. You know, on this scale, we're not huge. It's 15-barrel brewery, all oversized, 30-barrel tanks. We Probably with the beers we're doing, I can't see us at this facility going much outside 2,500 barrels. Um and so we spend the big bucks on the ingredients. You know, I'm getting my malt for from Belgium. I'm getting crazy beet sugar. Oh, you um, are? Okay. Getting, I'm using English hops generally for, for my Belgian ales, which is pretty traditional. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, lay down the money. And, honestly, I've never been happier with my beers at any other place. Brewed probably on, I guess, four different systems now. And 
uh, they don't taste like something that was made in America, which is awesome because it's really hard to get that. I'm l- kind of looking down your beer list, and um, as far you know, what you, you mentioned in hops kind of keyed me into this. You're a, a pretty big variety of beers that you're doing, um, and especially if, you know finding out that you're growing your own Cascade hops and things there. But hopping a Belgian is completely different, isn't it? You know than than some of the other yeah. beers in your list here. Yeah, definitely. If you're looking at the the list on the website, th- those are what are commercially available, uh, you know, bottles generally, and also draft. But we actually at the, at the on site on the, at the brewery, we have a huge, uh, not not at one time huge selection, but we go through a lot of different styles a year, really kind of mix it up. Um, as much as we're kind of in a tourist spot, we're trying to develop a local crowd, so we try to change our beers regularly and seasonally because it really keeps people interested and it opens the eyes of a lot of people who weren't into good beer uh just like holy crap you know look at all the range and look how it changes seasonally so uh yeah we've got a, even more than the website suggests okay yeah i was going to ask you know how are your patrons accepting you know these experimental beers and yeah you know it's nice to put them out there but how well are they received I just uh, it's blown me away. Our reception from the county uh, that we live in here and all the people who visit, I just I can barely brew enough, honestly. I would planned on being kind of the only guy back here for the early years and growing up and adding more people uh, as far as just the, the brew house operations, and that's already proven uh, pretty impossible. We sold out of, oh God, what was it, something, small numbers, 700 uh, bottles of our Dark Hollow in, I think, eight or nine days when we first released it. Wow, got to be happy with that. That's a good fantastic. Yeah, we were psyched that we just didn't bottle enough, you know. Uh, the bottles are pretty expensive, and we just, we kegged a ton to have on draft here, but just to see that kind of response, um, obviously we had projections on the business plan, and I just, we're killing them. We're, we're just killing everything. It's great. Uh, and the investors are happy. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> That's good for you, man. That's the way to be. <laughs> Fantastic! Hey, what Full Nelson Pale Ale? Tell me about that name. Yeah, we're in Nelson County, and my oh, wife okay. Mandy, who's our our CFO here and kind of the driving force behind organizing the tasting room, she has come up with almost all of our names. And yeah, Nelson County. So the county is actually named after Thomas Nelson, who was uh, I want to say he was well, he was governor of Virginia. I don't think he was the first one, but um, anyway. So full Nelson, kind of funny. We do a half Nelson at the pub too. Oh, you do. Nice. What'd she name the beer when she was mad at you? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's an asshole. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten that one yet. Apple ale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was reading in your bios, too. She has a, a fairly decent kind of a, a marketing, uh, advertising background as well, right? So it, I imagine that's kind of part of the role she takes here for you? Yeah, hugely beneficial. She doesn't have near enough time uh, to do uh, enough of that. Luckily, we don't need to do any marketing right now. I, that probably sounds like bragging. It's just really just because we can't make enough beer, but the beer is just great. flying out of here. Um, but she is very good at that. She is, funny enough, she has a criminology degree from Marquette, but uh, really? she's ended up doing marketing and publishing pretty much her whole professional career. And um, we actually lived at, uh, down on the Outer Banks, these little islands of North Carolina, for a small stint, and she, she helped open up uh, Outer Banks Brewing Station down there. So so she's also got the kind of the brew side, and the, she's really good with the front of the house. And coincidentally, I was introduced to her from uh, a classmate of mine at Siebel. So it uh-huh. kind of comes full circle. Yeah, I guess it does. Such a weird community. The criminology? The brewing What's community. What's that is now? Not the, <laughs> not the criminology community. That's an even weirder community, isn't it? <laughs> 
All right, so you can go to BlueMountainBrewery.com and check out all these beers that we've been talking about and find out about the location and find out about Taylor. You can read all of the stuff uh, that we've been talking about there, BlueMountainBrewery.com. And if you're in the area, check it out. I guess you can do some uh, wine touring as well. How does that work out for you? Do, do the wine people come in there and say, oh, you know, I didn't know you, there was a brewery here? I mean, how does that, do they mix? Nine out of ten times. I mean, I literally, it feels like nine out of ten people visiting the vineyards come here, and that was a point of contention with a few investors and definitely the business advisors, and I just got red in the face telling them that, you know, sure, there's some wine snobs out there who just believe that beer is unholy, but they are, on the whole, extremely open to just come on over here and, uh, you know, trying this as well and kind of considering it part of the tour. Some of the actual wine tourist um, companies are throwing this on their their uh, bill. You know, people roll around in limos and whatnot, and they're coming here just like part of the tour, which is just again that feeling of acceptance you just never would have expected. It it's really gratifying. No, that's really great. Well, especially I mean, if you're really doing artisan beers and you're doing these barrel aging and some Belgian stuff, they should be. You should be right in there with the with the, the not wineries. just another beer bar. You know, yeah, with Bud, Pat yeah. Blue Ribbon. Right. That's right. Yeah, we feel that way. The place we're having our uh, anniversary party is in, in Napa up here, uh, and it's a brewery. And there's only two breweries. Three. Is there three now? Yeah. Well, no, there's uh, Silverado. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, Calistoga Brewing Company. Oh, and then and downtown, then downtown Joe's. Joe's. Okay. I didn't know about, one now? I didn't know about Calistoga. I think the fourth one, too. Uh, the gentleman who started Mendocino Brewing is opening. Is it opening another one? Yeah. Okay. Well, but Colin from Downtown Joe's has said the same thing that you're saying too, Taylor. That it's really cool that you know the that not only are the people who own the wineries appreciating now the breweries and you know really saying we like having you here, but he says yeah, a lot of those wine people you know the wine taste all day and they'll stop in for a beer in the evening on their way out, you know, cleanse the palate yeah. with a with some carbonation. Yeah, that's right. You know, so I like to hear that. I like the mixing of the crowds. Mixing the alcohols. No longer do we beat up the wine people when they come in, <laughs> you know. All right. Well, I promised my producer I'd let you go uh, within like an hour, Taylor, so I'm going to do that for you. I know it's uh, a little bit later. Okay, well, I really appreciate being here. It's, uh, yeah, just very nice to, to be with you guys. Thank you. Glad you could make it. Really glad. It's Oh, I really like hearing that you're a combination brewery and growing your hops right there on the premise. I would love to see that sometime if I come through because I think that's a cool well, way to do we'll it. We'll have to check back with him and see how this next harvest goes. And- yeah. I'd, yeah, How the I'd second like to, year goes. I'm curious if you get those 300 pounds, man. That's a that's a lot of hops, isn't it? Yeah, give us a buzz around uh, July or so, July, August. We'll, we usually kind of have an idea what's going on. Okay, sounds good. So that's Taylor, and you can go to BlueMountainBrewery.com. I'll put a link up on the on the homepage tomorrow, and you can check it out that way and um, you know find out all about these beers. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you again. All right, take care, brother. All righty, bye. There you go, everybody. Taylor Smack. Putting the smack down on the hops, yeah. on the rhizomes. It's really like a. I I really always like it when a professional brewery sounds so much like a home brewery, but they just yeah. happen to be selling beer. Like it's really. Um, it, he lives right there. Yeah. He grows hops like we would. He puts those hops in his beer. I always. I, just, I always like it. That it's just going so well for him. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to be a destination place. Yeah. And he just can't believe how much beer is flying out of there, which is Love awesome. It. When you can't brew enough, how what a great problem! Like how we can't produce enough radio, right, guys? Yeah, every every, guys, right? every week it's just the best. Stop brushing your goddamn <laughs> beard, man! 
Well, when I first Great. saw you doing it, I thought I would like it. I thought it'd be a good, like, kind of a thing for you. Yeah. And it's going to drive me up the wall. Good. No, I think it's already <laughs> a little problem with him. Yeah. It totally, I have to put the thing away, like, out of my reach. And then five minutes later, I look down. Oh, how the fuck did this get in my hand? Surprised we can't gonna hear ask it. He's got the shave to get rid of that little problem. Why? Did, why? <laughs> because, I don't know, because if I don't, it just looks like pubes. No, no. Why do you have it? The beard? The beard. Or, or, or the oh, you don't oh. like the beard? Is it a bet? I like the beard. Is it a bet? <laughs> Is it a bet? <laughs> it doesn't look... I mean, you it's look okay. It's never good when somebody asks, <laughs> no. it, did you do oh, that? The only place it'll grow. I just remember, like, when you were doing, like, the Mo- Movember or whatever the crap it was. Yeah. You were all bitchy about it. You didn't like it. But now no, you're no. all like, ooh, my face looks like a vagina. Yeah. What? A <laughs> like 70s a, like vagina? A 70s. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because it, it, it wasn't growing in in places, and then I just let it go, and then so it's actually okay. filling in. So now. now you're okay with it? Now I'm fine with it. Okay. I love it now. Because you can comb it. I yeah. just thought it's it was... has got the full yeah, bush comb Because I can do this. I think we just found out that Bevo doesn't shave, by the way. I think that was rare. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I actually don't. She's got the full bush that looks like No, I laugh. Thank you. Good Lord. Clean it up a little. Yeah. And now you just got the comb sticking out of it. Like the one It's like an afro pick. I love it. I'm surprised I can't like hear it brushing in the microphone. Let's try. That's disgusting. Let me turn up. Let me turn it up. Oh, <laughs> That's just wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. I have to brush it or it gets too poofy and looks like pubes. <laughs> I think it already looks like pubes. Now you look like Mr. French. I like I like the beard. <laughs> I just think you don't need the you know, brush it every two yeah. seconds. Yeah, it, I'll, it'll get old real quick, I'm sure. Can you yeah. shave it down like so it looks like right along the jawbone? So it looks like one a Lincoln gay ones. <laughs> it looks like a helmet strap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you grow it out really, really long. That'd be I, awesome. See, I can't because it gets poofy. I have to trim it down a little bit. Well, you could, it gets you could, like poofy. You could braid it so it comes down. You know, like a well, then you can comb thing. it. Then you can comb it. <laughs> I'll just brush it. Here, we'll talk in a couple of weeks and see yeah. how it's going. My face will be rubbed raw because I'm just sitting here combing my hair. <laughs> All right, beer update. Uh, Let's do it when we come back. Well, no, I just want to say we had the Harpoon uh, Munich-type dark, dark Let's beer. Do it right now. And we're going to do it right now. Hey, you know what? Let I can't. Let me stop the outro song. Good, because you shouldn't do that. Uh, no, I, I, you said keep mentioning the beer as we're drinking it, and I just all of a sudden we're on a break, and we never get to. Go but uh, we all like the Harpoon uh, Munich-type uh, dark. It's like it's a nice dunkel. Yeah. It is a good beer. Yeah, we had a couple bottles of that, right? Yeah, and yeah, we blew through that one because it was really good. Uh, I'm still drinking mine. I like it. Uh, we got uh, uh, Casco Bay Riptide Red Ale coming up. That's what's coming up. Yeah, well, did we're, we we're miss, already on it. You're not. Did we miss anything worth mentioning that we haven't talked about that we drank? There was a couple in there that we, we didn't want to mention, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not that we don't appreciate them being sent, we just... Not at all. I think, you know, we got a couple bad bottles, or maybe bad handling, they were on the shelf too long, something like that, so we're just going to remain moot. Well, it's something I've learned on the show, to be Mm -hmm. honest. You know, we used to just mention every bad beer that we opened, but you kind of learn that it's sometimes, Uh, you know, mistakes happen, and I don't want people thinking that if we say the brand of the beer, and and this this beer was bad, that it's always bad. If it's a beer that's not infected, and and we think it's bad, then I'll mention it. Then I don't mind, because then it's, but if there's just something wrong with it, like an infection, we're not going to mention the name, because it just could have been an accident. We went through a couple of them here. We have, you know, multiple bottles of these things, and from 
we had one that was bottled to the next bottle, there was obviously something wrong with it. Yeah, like a whole six-pack, and two of them were fantastic. Right. Three of them were awful. And so, you know, stuff happens. This is a natural product. We're not mm. going to diss them for that. Yeah. Because actually the first bottle is great, and then we go to the second bottle, and eh, something's, something's off there. Yeah. So. It's, it's a food product. It changes. I was listening to the radio, and, the and, and this stuff's coming from everywhere for us, all over. Yeah, this the exact, which is the great thing about this list you have in front of you. And the, yeah. Oh, this the is awesome! I, I'm I'm in heaven here. I well, mean, they really went out of their way to send things that they know we can't get, and I'm getting on my way. So very nice. Good. I, I was listening to the radio the other day. You're gonna like this, JP. Okay, good. Just I'm just talking about food going bad. So this guy uh, is this biology instructor up in Marin, like at the community college or something. I like biology. He was telling one of his students. Um, uh, I don't know if he was a professor or not. At the community college. At the community college, you might not be. <laughs> but uh, I think he's called dude. He was telling one of his TAs or one of his students or something that he had never had a McDonald's hamburger. Never in his whole life Liar. had he ever eaten a McDonald's hamburger. And she thought that was just amazing and fascinating. So she brought Because he just him. never got around to it? He just didn't want to. I think probably raised by, you know, people with morals and uh homeschooled probably. You know, feed him with crap. Right, probably yeah. was homeschooled. So see, it bothers me that it has to be this amazing, unbelievable thing that a that an American didn't have a fast food burger. But anyway. The guy didn't. So his TA brings him a a, a, a McDonald's hamburger. I don't know if it Which was one? A, the Big I Mac? Know. I don't know. Number one meal? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. A burger. They're all good. Yeah. Brings him a burger as a joke. Like, and you never what? had one? I brought you a burger. It's ready. So just go get by on that. Whatever it is. It's ready. Brings it to him. As a joke. He kind of ta- he laughs. He tosses it aside to the corner of his office. Forgets about it. Forgets about it for like a week. Ugh. All right? He didn't even take a bite? Nothing. Just kind of laughed. A big joke. Throws it aside in the bag and everything corner of his office what a jerk finds it a week later is interested to notice that it's not changed a bit not one <laughs> part of it has changed it hasn't it doesn't not smell mold, any better not, or worse it's moldy molded mold. it's gotten a little hard it, it has it, it's it's staled a bit but there's but there's no growth there's no bugs there's no nothing that that should happen to food that sits out so he thought well it's been a week why don't i just keep it let's let's see how long this can go He's had this burger for eight years. What? It's not changed a bit. <laughs> it's hard, but that's it. It looks exactly like it looked the day it, it looks was like purchased. That Japanese plastic food. Yes, it looked exactly. It did not. Nothing grew. That's it didn't fall scary. apart. It didn't. It doesn't it deteriorate. Smell. Nothing changed about eight years of this burger. He should sell that on eBay. <laughs> yeah. He says, until the day it changes, I'll never get rid of it. I think it's a fa-. He shows it to his, at the beginning of every semester, he shows it to his teenage students who are just coming in uh, to community college, and he says, all right, kids, I know you're eating this stuff every day. I just want you to know that food items that are made of food, they change over time if they're made right. of food. They actually go, they rot, they go bad. It's, it's food. He needs to have that on his desk under a bell glass. I just, know. That'd be cool. I, can you imagine eight years never changed? Unbelievable. I'm still off the thing where he's never had a McDonald's Big hamburger. Mac. He's still stuck on that. Stuck didn't hear anything but that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's my story, and I'm glad that you know it's probably a good thing that we occasionally open a beer that's rotten because it lets us know it's alive and there's and there's no preservatives in there and uh, or dead. Yeah. However yeah. you want to look at it, but it's not like a it's not plastic, you know, and it's not full of fur or something like that that 
that will last a while. Well, it's like it's, they're not all the same. They don't put that into it like some of the mega places do. That's got to all be the same. Yeah. We make sure that ours tastes the same from every one of our plants. Yeah, from all over the country. We sampled that. I saw that commercial the other day. You see that one? No. Oh, it's the the, uh, the Budweiser. Yeah. One? I wasn't going to say that, but... No, yeah. I didn't say Oh, it. yeah. We, we send samples from our main plant to all our other plants to make sure it all tastes the same from every part of the world that mm-hmm. we make it. And you're all proud of it. Yeah. That's, that's, well, I don't know. If that's what their, consu- that's what their consumers are looking for, I guess. I'm pretty sure the Big Macs taste the same everywhere, too. They do. It's part of the science behind... Why did you check out during that, JP? Are you offended? That I, am I ruining your fast food experience? No, I didn't know what else, I didn't know what to say. Okay, I didn't. I don't. I don't that's eat fast first. Food. Okay, I'm just checking because you yeah. looked at me like I was like uh, doing something evil by discussing how the food. No, not at all. I, I I think it's I think it's a great story. I laughed. I yeah, chuckled. But I I don't eat McDonald's, so I I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what to say. Okay, I'm sorry. Bevo I'm, does. You, Bevo loves yeah. a Big Mac. I do. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I haven't had one in a really long time because they are just so horrible for you. I bet you haven't. Whatever. Actually, going back to Budweiser, I have an interesting experience. Do you want to do it now, or can we take a break? We can take a break, but I'm Ooh, I have a Budweiser story. No, don't forget. Save it. No, i got to take a break. Okay. Fine. We need a segment really when we come back anyway, because I don't have like a whole list of stuff going on here. We're going to chill, drink some beer, and we'll have a little conversation. You know All what right. I'm talking about? So hang we're with us. Round table. 888-401-BEER. If you'd like to use the telephone and let us know what's going on in your part of the world, 888-401-BEER. You can join Bevo in the chat room. Oh, did you say McDonald's hamburger? Oh, I... Oh, there's JP. That's awesome. <laughs> hang what in there. We will be right back. It's the session on the Brewing Network. Chad? Balls. Good job so far, I guess. Jerk. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from John. Park. Well, there is a song that I love to sing, and I'll sing it now for you. My friend, it is no mystery, it's of the fine brown room. Oh, I have yet to meet the ale for which I didn't care. And there's no pub in all the land where you won't find me there. Hey, hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer. Lift your glasses in the air and give a hearty cheer. And when the barrel's empty, we'll surely shed a tear. Hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer. 
Now seven days without a drink does surely make one weak And it's pleasure in the company of a frosted mug I seek I've traveled clear across the land, you know that I've been cursed But the devil doesn't know where a man will go when he's dying of the thirst Hey, hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer Lift your glasses in the air and give a hearty cheer And when the barrel's empty, we'll surely shed a tear Hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer Mr. Killian would be proud if he heard the old one say Another time round with the Irish red and the devil let him pay Oh, sometimes she's a homely wench or a beautiful maiden fair But there's nothing else on this green earth to which she can compare Hey, hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer Lift your glasses in the air and give a hearty cheer And when the barrel's empty, we'll surely shed fear Hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer One dream I have, and of this I will relate It's not of riches, fame, or power, for these are not my fate Sure it's clear that I love my beer, and of this there is no doubt And when I turn the kitchen tap, I wish she'd come flowing out Hey, hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer Lift your glasses in the air and give a hearty cheer And when the barrel's empty, we'll surely shed a tear Hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer Hey, hats off to beer, me boys, hats off to beer Attention homebrew shop owners at Fermentap. They know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless-domed false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper Wart chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wart faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients, including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeasts, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all-grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, Carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at fermentap.com or call Jason at 1 800 942 2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Yeah, you do it, Sully. Devo didn't get to hear the techno version of the 2 and A spot. Who's got glow sticks? Hi, I'm high, I'm high, I'm high, I'm high. I'm high, I'm high. 
What a great song. So that's why they do that music. I love cans. <laughs> tasty, tasty, tasty cans. Cans, cans. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years. You gotta love it, man. Well, it's my new favorite uh, BN production. <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Same Hi. caller. We have Zymer Holic. <laughs> on the phone, Ooh. calling in for Drunk of the Week, I guess. Zymer Hollick, you there, brother? Oh, wait, here we go. Let's try that. You there? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, that's call waiting. i got to turn oh. that off. Oh. Now we're going to have to listen to that all the time. <laughs> Damn it. Stupid Whoa, call waiting. That'd be like, sounds like swearing or something. Sounds like an Imperial droid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, Zymer Holic, what's going on, man? Uh, what's, what's up, dude? Yeah. Hey, turn down that audio in the background, will you? Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, That's uh, my kids, man. There you go, brother. Turn it on! Shit! So Shut up back now? there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got, uh... Shit, I got, uh... I got six minute IPAs. I'm drinking... <laughs> Launcher IPAs. Wow. Six man IPAs are good. Yeah, I got too much homebrew in the K rate to even think about and uh, have a good time. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if he was. Hey, you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought you were out on the back pur- hurling or something. No, not yet. I think it's in your future. Where are you calling from? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I I was gonna call for Dragon League last night <laughs> or last week I, I mentioned, but uh, I, I passed out before I could do it. So, you know, I I, I yeah, I'm calling tonight. So I'm trying to be up for last week. Yeah, I was hoping that would go on for a while. <laughs> I turned everybody off, Tasty. I, I know what I'm doing. I was hoping he'd keep going on, but yeah. I was hoping he just was going to like tell us off, like his life story. There, it kind of seemed like that was going to happen when they failed me. Oh well. Where are you calling from, brother? I'm in, uh, I'm on the border of Connecticut and Massachusetts. Like yeah. literally like, right on it. Like, which, like one leg's in one? Connecticut, one leg's in Mass. It's a Mass con. I'm kind of swaying right now. It's like Western Mass. This guy's awesome. No, Cambridge House. Uh, oh, yeah, Cambridge House, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were out there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, there. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like 10 minutes from there. Out by the airport. Yeah, exactly. Where the trees right are. Out there. <clears throat> they have all those trees yeah. right there by the road? I bought crack out there. Yeah, once. there's some cheese. There's some water, too. Oh, man, that's something crazy. Like, something like that. So let me uh, ask I, you, is, is tonight's Drunk Fest mostly homebrew for you or uh, commercial beer? Well, it started off as homebrew. I uh, I had some Maybox that I just uh, carbonated and started drinking. And uh, then I uh, kegged up an ESB that was at my uh, brother-in-law's house. And then, uh, you know, I've been drinking all day, so uh, now I've switched to IPAs, and 
Life is good. Attaboy. I kind of just want to keep him on as a co-host for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's great. What kind of IPA? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was drinking... Uh, a hoppy one. I had 60 minutes, and then uh, I moved on to some Long Trail IPAs. They're, uh... I don't know. Not the regular IPA. She's they're passed out. IPA. I may switch back to the... Uh, Maybach, because that shit is incredible. I had one this morning at like <laughs> one o'clock, and it's—I think it's my best beer ever. It's great. And then I drank the beer, beer, and then right. what club are you in? A club? Uh, no, I'm, I well, I'm Chad's made a new friend. I'm, uh, I'm going to a club meeting on uh, Friday. It's called and AA. I'm gonna bring the, uh, <laughs> so people can drink that shit. So how strong is that Maybach? It's not, usually those are pretty strong. Oh, it was that, uh, I think, 1070 OG. Okay. And, I don't know uh, what to finish off that. I, 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 I fucking hate measuring shit. <laughs> what? He, he hates measuring? Oh. Measuring Merger. shit. Merger. Okay. Oh, I just, yeah. The sheriff is a runner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Come drink it, and uh, whatever. What can you do? All right, you don't don't call into Drunk of the Week unless we're going to bag on you. No, this man's bringing it strong. I'll tell you what. Anybody else wants to claim Drunk of the Week, you got your you got your work cut out for you. (laughs) Zymer Hollick here, who's on the border of uh, Connecticut and and, uh, Kenny. I will will, will call back. Yeah, there you go. You go head to head with anybody that wants to pound. Okay, I will clear the line. Make him say the word. With anyone wants to pound you, I got to find my word list. It was preliminary and. Anti-constitutionalistically. See, I can say it sober. Wow. Now, yeah. Now yeah. you're fucking. Yeah. You've been practicing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I don't even oh, know what it, it means. Try. Yeah, it's fun. They made me say it like eight times. Come on. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna have another beer and uh, listen to the rest of the show. All right. You. If it, we'll see if anyone can compete with you, my brother. Because right now you're like. I, I, I don't think so. I'm. I'm calling back if someone wants to compete. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it strong. I'm gonna get another beer and uh, the show and. Uh, well, I th- yeah. I think you brought right. it, you've you've brought it schlong so far. I think it's pretty good. All right, there it's you like go. his That's... his sentences start out strong and then they just die at the end. <laughs> la la la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very straight. I can't find my word list, man. Gonna need that tonight. Ask Chat. He's got some big words. Yeah, yeah, you got any big words? Yeah, like first place beer. Oh, oh snap! Oh. Yeah, like Tasty's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's, that's Chet's new big word. <laughs> Is owned. That's Tasty what. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beavis, you want to tell us your Budweiser story? Oh, it really wasn't that interesting. Oh. One time I had it. See, I know we got no, like, no, no, no. it's out of context now. It comes in a can. <laughs> Like I my hate, husband. I hate you guys. Say it like you called in for drunk of the week. That'd be more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was just I've driven. You know the the pl- the Budweiser. Is it a plant? Is it a? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, in Vacaville, I was driving out there. It's first time in my life I drove past there, and I could actually smell them. Bre- I could smell. Oh. Brewing smells. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they actually brew. Yeah, it looks like a big monolith out there, doesn't it? It is kind of creepy. It's just this big monolith, big white. It looks like it's some red. looks like a, a prison. There's no, yeah. there's no yeah. windows. Yeah. But it smells good. Well, I've, I've oh. actually never smelt it before. Uh. First time I ever recognized the smell. I think they don't actually brew. I think that they just pee. It's just there. Pee. Just pee. The, oh. the Germans just pee. <laughs> uh. 
All right, what are we drinking here, Doug? Right now it's uh, the St. Bernardus uh, Wit. That uh, did JP bring this? Oh one? yeah, Jipper brought this. This isn't. I like. Um, I haven't had a bad St. Bernadus or Bernardus, however you want to say it. I haven't had a bad one yet. They make some really tasty beers. The yeah, Apt definitely. Twelve. Mm. Yeah, that's the only one that I've had besides this one. So Good one. you can get these at the shop now. Is that where you got this from? It's being carried at uh, More Bear. Yeah, yeah, I brought it in. Well, you guys ship this John stuff? I can get it, get it on the internet? No. Uh, <laughs> only in the Someday. showroom? I'm only 12, but I could... You guys trying to make that happen where you can ship beer? Um, we'd like to at some point. Mm. A couple years, maybe. It's a tough thing to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool. I mean, how cool would it be just to throw, you know, 12 of these online and get them? Yeah, you can get some sack of grain and uh, a Bernardus. And a nice wit beer. Yeah, this is good beer. How do you like this wit, Doc? You're a big fan of the wit. Yeah, wits. I like it. It's, 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 it's nice. It's uh, silky on the tongue. and uh, Not too overpowering and spicy either. No. no not it's at more all. fruity than spicy. Mm-hmm. Did you try Tasty's? Uh, what, 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 what would you call it? I called it Saison. We're called it Saison, but it's you, really a Belgian golden strong. Yeah, I said that it had that Saison quality too, yeah. but it's got more than that. Tell us about that beer. This is a homebrew that Tasty brought uh, yesterday that I was tasting that I thought was just awesome. Oh, we were drinking it tonight and you didn't get any. No, it's too oh. well, He gave me a whole bottle. Well, I have more. Do I have like six more bottles? Yeah, it's good stuff. Tell us about the beer. Well, the only thing different about it, it is uh, the, uh, Jamil's recipe. It's in his book. For Golden Strong. For Golden Strong. And I, re- I did it just exactly like, it, like you said, except my uh, fermentation stopped at 120. Hmm. Can't it go all the way down to 8, you know, 0.08. Uh-huh. So I did a uh, starter of uh, champagne yeast. And uh, pitch that into a beer that I already, that I had already moved to keg. So I put half of it in each keg. Okay. And I fermented that at about uh, from like seventy three to, to eighty two. I kind of rose like a degree or two a day, and I fermented it down to point oh oh five. Okay. It is very dry, but uh, yeah. I I just got a that saison spiciness. It's nice. It's clean. Yeah. Well, I got so to, far it's clean. I'm a little, you know. Sometimes you start doing fermentations in a keg. You're kind of asking for. Well, they didn't tell me what it was, and it was my tasting it. Yeah, I was. Like, okay, what the hell is that? <laughs> Why? What's wrong with doing fermentation in a keg? Like well, that? pretty much your keg has to be 100, you know, pretty sanitary because you're still fermenting, right? As it should be anyway. Well, yeah, but you know. Yeah, well, I see. I think it. I, I definitely. Shake, say, it smells like a saison. You get all that, but uh, I think that that champagne yeast really gives it like a Chardonnay barrel flavor. It does. Like it was actually yeah. put in a Chardonnay barrel, right. which is why I really love the beer. I think yeah. that flavor is awesome. Well, you know, a while ago, Taylor described Belgian beer as having a champagne, you know, sort of finish to it. So yeah, yeah. I kind of went and uh, went right for it. Are you going to put that beer in Nationals? Yeah, sure. You should, man. Put you some, think that's... Put some you, apricot in there? What do you put yeah. it in as? <laughs> I enter in both categories. As a Saison and as a Golden Strong. And as a Golden Strong. Yeah. I bet I think it's a medal winner. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of good beers entered in that competition, so I wouldn't uh, on, ever Mike. assume anything. I'm calling it right now. Just own it. Own the fact that you make good beer for once. Would well, you? I mean, Chad will probably take first, but you might take yeah, second. You get, oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, this could happen again? <laughs> oh, my God. You better get to brew it. I don't I better, know. I better retire while i got some respect left, you know? Yeah. Remember, Chat, he's taught you everything you know, but he hasn't taught you everything he knows. Oh. <laughs> that's true. Like how to win in the fruit beer category. Yeah. No, that's pretty much I know the secret. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Uh, okay, someone's calling in. Chris wants to review some of the Blue Mountain beer. 
that uh, I guess because we don't have any here. It was a uh, uh, last minute booking for us, so we didn't get a chance to get any. Chris, what's happening, brother? Oh, I always see this new setup's tripping. Yeah, it's got a whole extra button over there. Chris, what's going on, man? Oh, doing pretty good here. Uh, drinking a Blue Mountain Brewery Virginia Pale Ale. Are you there in Virginia? Actually, I'm in South Carolina. Left Virginia about well, been back and forth a lot, but uh, used to live up there. Ah, okay. So you've got some of the beer. What do you think? Good stuff. Uh, it's very good. Um, I think it probably qualifies to be called a hot bomb. It's um, <laughs> pretty. <laughs> the balance may not be quite there. Which one is uh, it? It's this is the pale ale, full Nelson pale ale. Okay. Five point nine percent alcohol by volume, sixty IBUs. Uh, a lot of that 60 comes from the flavor hops. It is somewhat overwhelming. I think it's not quite balanced. Um, it, they, they say that it is, uh, what, uh, caramel, a little bit that, but the aroma is definitely hoppy, a little bit grassy, pure grapefruit with a little bit of grass. I don't smell any floral, even though they say they have it. Mm. Appearance, meh, maybe 12. FSRM. Uh, it's not cloudy, but particulate in there. Um, God damn it. Probably from the dry hopping. I think they filtered it prior to dry hopping. I'm looking at the description. I'll tell you what. It looks like it's supposed to be hoppy. He's calling it... Well, uh, it's a strong pale ale. He calls it a strong pale ale, and he says a pronounced bitterness... Um, and you know a generous helping of their own cascade. So it sounds like it's that would be the grassy probably if it's their own cascades. Mm. Correct, and it's the first year's crop too. So, and they probably didn't dry them as well as they could have. It was just you know part of growing your own hops. And I'm not sure how well they did on the estimate of the um, the bitterness units too of the hops. Yeah, I don't uh, see that here. Oh, I see 60 IBUs. Well, uh, I mean, it, you know, it, the, he could have been a wet, uh, fresh hop, too. Yeah. You know, and that, that would have a little little grassy thing going on, but it's not a bad thing. The one, yeah. The one I'm drinking is actually, I believe, his first batch. So, okay. Um, lost some of the aroma, had stronger aroma. Uh, I'm really thinking that a lot of the 60, though, is probably in 15 minute additions. Um, and who knows, you know, the dry hop, they probably, you know, put a lot of hops in the dry hop. I've just, I don't think I've ever seen a beer. Do you know what I'm saying when there's, like, particulate floating? Have you ever had very heavily hopped? Yeah, like beer Chad's beers. Hmm? Yeah. 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 A little chewy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not chill haze. You know, perfectly clear, but it's got this, not cloudy, but sort of like someone took a handful of dust and threw it in there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those are dust mites. It's a little chunky. Hey, cool, well, he said he runs through a hot back, you like, know, like, probably not filtering. Like crazy bitch. A little chunky, but... A little chunky, but, you know, you're not going <laughs> to throw, yeah. throw it back. Yeah, strong, flavorful, a little chunky. Yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> Aggressively, uh... <laughs> yeah. You know. Probably about 12 SRM, too. Give you a hangover. <laughs> I'm still waiting for pictures now. No, dude, you don't want that. <laughs> you know, we, we can't release those until we get the ABV. Yeah. That's right. I saw Mr. Henning's um, boobs twice yesterday. Ugh. I saw. I what saw did you that. tell me that? I saw that someone. Was, what was that all about? Like someone was posting pictures. Like he posted pictures of his own boobs or something. What was that? Man, boobs. Uh, they were uh, mm. their little uh, the music show and live video, and I don't know why he just felt like he needed to start playing with his boobs. Man, boobs. 
augmented. Weird. Yeah, Mrs. Henning wanted me to bring that up earlier. Uh, I did not. Weird. All right, well, thanks for the review, brother. i got to clear the line. Great. Talk to you later. Cheers, man. Yeah, thanks for that. Man, I upgraded this phone so we could take messages. You can dial blah, 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 and it'll it'll cut that out. How do I do that? Uh, Shit. Go get the um, phone book. There's all the documentation for this thing. I put it on the counter right out there. Find out how to turn that shit off. Because that's going to... You don't read that I am going to right? flip my lid if I can listen to that beep all night. Although I wish I had, like, I, you know, I could do it, that at random. I could just bleep If it was your JP. pacemaker, you'd be happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, every time I do an audio upgrade... You know, you could probably just cancel out the call waiting, because you know that costs more. No, it's all part of the thing, <laughs> Doc just said I can maybe manually. Yeah, I think you can. You can punch in <laughs> something to make it stop. <laughs> oh. How's that combing going for you? <laughs> <laughs> is this your? This is your. Uh, I can't get enough. It's my Belgian beer. Thing. We have. Yeah, we're still trying to categorize it. We got to name it. <clears throat> we should name it like. Mm-hmm. Shat kicked my ass. Strong. And Ale. all I got was to make this. Good beer. <laughs> what do you think of that name, Tate? Shat kicked my ass golden strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can shorten that just a little, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To we, golden we, strong. Which part would you cut out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to figure out if you had a... The gauntlet is thrown. I, I'm, it's going to get ugly. Were you proud at the moment it was announced, or were you like, oh, shit, tomorrow's going to suck? No, no, I was proud. No. <laughs> no, no, I, he, the only reason he entered because I said you should enter this beer. He entered like three other ones. But, was that uh, the one that we had at the wedding? And it's been around here? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, thought, that, that, I yeah. thought it was a really good beer. Well, uh, one of the kegs here had like uh, little particulates in it, right? So you get a glass and it'd be, you Chunkies. take a drink and in the finish you, <laughs> there'd be some uh, little particles. Hmm. But when we bottled it for the competition, that wasn't the case. So, I See, that's where the luck thing comes in, too. Yeah, I don't know if it was the other keg or whatever. But yeah, uh, the beer tasted great. That's why I said you really should enter this beer. It's a really good one. Yeah. I was doing that today. I was uh, testing kegs. I've got you know three, four, two kegs of each kind of beer, and I'm testing each one to see which one looks the best and which one tastes yeah, the best. And I was like hammered before about one o'clock, and I, <laughs> I'm drinking flat beer. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go for drunk of the week tonight. Starting, oh yeah, I'm starting to feel like. It. Can you do that? <laughs> you're you're way behind the rest of you them. You can you can pronounce the words. Of course, you can't find the words. That's that means, I maybe you are. That. It never happens. I got Nathan Smith on the line. He was our yeah. uh, best oh. of show guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, Nathan. What's happening, brother? Hey guys, how you doing? doing I think that's uh, champion Nathan. Uh, Is this are you oh. are you best of show Nathan? B O S. Yeah, best of show. Hey, congrats, uh, can, man. Can you prance around the room? Prance around the room like best of show. <laughs> awesome, I man. I congrat- congratulate JP and Shat and Tasty for uh, their awards as well. Oh, thank hey, you. Man, thanks. There you go. And uh, especially thank Tasty for not entering the Imperial IPA category <laughs> yeah, to give okay. me a chance to uh, uh, slip in there for a second. No, nah, I don't think that would have been the case. But you know, Which, that's what, cool. what beer, Nathan, is it that won you best of show? Uh, Imperial IPA. Oh, well, oh yeah. really? What other beers did you have in? Uh, Munich Dunkel, uh, Munich Hellas, that got a third place. And... Uh, American IPA that got second place in the IPA category, and a uh, porter which didn't do anything, and a uh, Belgian specialty ale which didn't do anything. So. Huh. You still had to go up on the podium a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, so. just a few times. Yeah, yeah. We had to, just Doze was representing pretty well at the. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, Mike oh, was yeah. telling me Doze is bringing it strong for that. So I got to be proud of that. I will definitely mention it in the meeting tomorrow night. 
Is this the Nathan w- whose girlfriend works at the Trappist? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We went down there afterwards and uh, yeah, had some did. sour beers. JP and Shat and the Schumann brothers. Tasty. Yeah. Hey, Roger was there, too, for a little while. Oh, nice. I'm sorry you had yeah. to hang out with the Schumann brothers, but <laughs> everybody else was cool. They just kept themselves, really. That was good. We got hammered on triples and uh, sour beers. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah, oh, That sounds great. Very nice. Yeah, you know, I had that, that last night. I'm wondering, what's everybody doing tonight? Where are they? Where are they getting drunk? And why am I sitting at home? Yeah. Now, you could have come here and rewired the studio with me. We would have just got drunk and it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Might have sounded similar, though. <laughs> I had more fun doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool, man. Congratulations. Best of show. That's fantastic, Thanks a lot. man. Uh, yeah, the... The Brewing Network really helped over the years, especially uh, stealing Vinny's hop techniques and whatnot for the IPA. So, <laughs> hey, gotta he, thank the Brewing Network for that one a little more than a little bit. So, right on. Thanks a lot. They offer them up. You guys should be using oh, them. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that. <coughs> All right. Cool, brother. Thanks, man. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Later. Nate. Bye. Later, man. All right. There you go. It's Nate. That guy's a good dude. Best of show. Cute girlfriend who works at oh, the Trappist dude. there. She's a beauty. He She's brings a nice her, girl. He She's brings hot. her all the way to the meetings, which is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I should start going to the meetings yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, she goes to the meetings. Yeah. <laughs> now, she's cool. I uh, yeah. saw her, in fact, after the uh, celebrated party, she was bartending when we were all hanging yeah. out there. Nice yeah. nice chick. You should go down she's and She's got order that Duval glass that I want. Yeah. Oh, she had the giant The giant uh, Duval glass. glass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. that thing's well, so cool. She showed up at the awards in, in support, but she I guess she had to go to work. So Nathan had to go there by himself. Someone's got to work, Looking right? like a schmuck. Yeah, okay. You can't discontinue the uh, caller ID, by the way. Call, There's got to be Call away. waiting. Shatner, we need nope. another beer here. Let's see. Can I say something for a minute? Uh, no, absolutely uh, yeah. not. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I did that to myself. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, somebody's holding on the phone right now, so stop yelling at me. I know when the phone rings. I'll answer it if I can. Quit being bitches. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah. Cool down, I like bitches. It. Put the They're smack annoying down, me. Uh-uh. They're like bitching at me and calling me a married old cranky bitch. And really, who's being a bitch here? Wow. Not me. You know what? Well, two out of three ain't bad, I guess, right? <laughs> wow. Beavis taking charge. Yeah. Hey, hey Bub, what's and happening? And not being cranky. Man? No. God damn it. <laughs> Hi, Bub. Rocket, Bevo. Thank Rocket. you. You tell him. Own it. Tell him like, oh, anniversary show. Who's my daddy? I love you, Justin. <laughs> see nice. what do you see? You think yeah, you know? I picked that date for you, right? I know you did. Now, if what? you and Wendy don't show up, I'll tell you what. I will send my the, Italian family out the, there. The Guido's coming to your door, yeah. baby. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I know you did it for me, and and I'm I'm working on flights, and I, we're, we're working it out, right? In- it's, got a, it's, it's a little more complicated than just jumping on a plane when you got a bunch of yeah. screaming children. Hey, put them in the locker at the uh, airport. You know what? Just do what be I there do. When you get back. You just throw them enough food for a few days. You cool. slip out quick and easy and you <laughs> slide back in and you say, oh, how are you doing? Hey, Bub, if you don't make it, we'll send we'll send Tasty to brew a second place beer for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. I, 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 I <laughs> I'm underwhelmed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, yeah, we're... we're we're totally looking at everything and getting everything, trying to figure, you know, make sure everything's in, our ducks are in a row and whatnot. So how many days are we going to get of the Bubba's? <clears throat> Ten hours. Uh, right now, it's looking like we'll probably, uh, you know, like I said, nothing's in the stone, but we'll probably uh, jump in on Friday Yeah. and uh, head out on Monday. Well, you guys got it. You got to uh, go uh, to Napa and uh, head around for that one. You yeah. like that? Russian River, yeah, man. 
I say fuck Napa, but... Uh, You're already there. That's the whole thing. Yeah, already yeah, there. No. That Russian River is like 45 minutes away. And it'll make the wife happy, and uh, you get to come back and visit it again. Hey, can you call me on Skype, bub? Yeah, yeah. do I sound like shit? No, yeah, it sounds like he's beeping it's through. It's not you. Call me on Skype, would you? Okay, I'll call you. Bye. People are just going to call anyway through. I know, All right. but I can't handle it. It's that drunk guy again. Might just not. Everyone, Which one? Everyone's got to call me on Skype. How about that? Skype. Oh, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I didn't think about that. How stupid are you? About that stupid like, call I was looking waiting. through. The, I was looking through the thing, and there's got to be a way to turn it off. Well, you right? can you can pick it up and turn it off for the call that you make, but there's no. I can't figure it out. I mean, it's not in this thing. So this just in. All right, we're my my uh, my technical staff is at work on it right now. We're just here. in. So in the meantime, use Skype, would you? <laughs> All right, Bob, we got you. Right. So is my mic okay? Can you hear me? <laughs> I am going to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah we're, it's we're, funny when your really sound is bad. I, I've got a giant wooden. <laughs> if my beer's bad, I no, don't care. Exactly. When your beer is shit. Uh, oh well. And then, you know, but the sound's a little off, and he wants to put that tube in his mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> well, I've never claimed to be a uh, professional brewer. But you, yeah. but I certainly <laughs> claim to, to know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to audio, and apparently I don't even know that. I see. Which is why I just want to shoot myself oh, in the mean, face. Oh, it was my what? one claim, oh, okay. the one thing I could tell you guys f you about. And uh, what happens? I got to listen to. Can't even do that. Can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bub, I think you should come in for the weekend, for one. As in, at least you should be in Friday, maybe leave late Sunday. Don't leave early Sunday. Well, he said Monday. Yeah, we're looking at leaving on Monday. Great. Even better, man. We'll just make a whole well, thing. That's out. what I'm looking at. What it, he's looking at. Is there any way you can get through the airport, go all the way through the airport, both coming in and going out with no shirt and just lipstick on? Dude, you know what? I it, Wendy hates me for this. Brian Richards, you are a fucking dick. Stop calling. What? Um, Keep it off the air. Huh? Richards keeps trying to call me and and you know making noise on here. So yeah, whatever. But anyway, Wendy hates me for this. I am not touching the stash until I get there. Oh, ooh! I have stash wax. Oh, that's and, just disgusting. Oh, I love it. We can we can play with. We can play with the stash. After this thing, this fucking thing's gone. No, we're going to shave it into like that little Hitler thing first and get pictures. Whatever. Oh, we yeah. can do whatever we want. Get pictures but, with black people. Yeah. Uh, Not right. to produce a segment or anything, but fuck with Bub's mustache. Right, I'm hanging up on Bub. That audio's awful. But anyway, it's it's awful. Yeah, it, it really is. It's disgusting. All right. Well, we'll see you here then. Hey, with the new mics, the bub timer works great now. It works fantastic, doesn't it? <laughs> this is awful, by the way. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's, like, it's, all, waiting. it's all butter. Ugh. Which beer is that that you guys I are tasting know. now? It's the blank beer. In case uh, it's the it's Nutfield. It should be Butternut Field. Nutfield. Yeah, yeah. The I've never had my nuts felt like that before. Was that sent to us, or was that part of my beer of the month? Beer of the month. That's one of those beer of the month dealies. Okay. <laughs> my dad, for Christmas, got me this beer of the month thing. Very nice of them. They, it's not a every month. They send me a 12-pack every other month. But a 12-pack, and you get two of six different kinds of beers, yeah. one of which you guys are drinking now. 
and you're not enjoying. I'm pouring it out. Hopefully, some of the others will be okay. I, I got a real problem with uh, diacetyl. I want to try that one. It just, it just, I drink the one that just coats my tongue and. See, this is the deal with the beer of the month things. I mean, they have to seek out beer for you so that you can get random things, and it's not always going to be good. That, no, it's absolutely not. You know, know it's, no, it's, someone's uh, paying off somebody to get rid of, move some of this beer. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah I guess it can't all be Russian River every month. It could be. Hey, Zymer Holic, you on the line there? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he needs some background music. He really does. How you doing, man? Oh, I've been waiting to talk to you guys. How long? How Sully? long have you been waiting? What do you want to talk about? The Sully one? Yeah, just a few minutes. <laughs> it um, seems like an hour, though. Yeah, uh, seems like ten minutes. <laughs> I uh, I just recently hooked up a uh, chest freezer, so I'll be uh, doing some loggers. I, I got a Maybach on tap right now that's incredible, and... Uh, I want to keep doing that shit. So, cool. Did yeah. you? Where do you get your ingredients? Control, right. Where, where do you get your supplies? Chad's random question, man. From the local, uh, <laughs> shit, this is why you're the producer, not the interviewer, yeah. Chad. Hey, uh, where'd you get gas today? Yeah. I'm curious. He lives in Connecticut, uh, and there's not like a huge city. What's, uh, what's the cost get, of milk there on my, the border? I get my gas from Mobile. <laughs> right down the road. Hey, so do you wear Velcro shoes, or do you actually have laces? <laughs> well, it depends. You wear okay. depends? I, 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 I try to stick with laces, but, you know, every, every once in a while I go with Velcro. Do you tie them left over right or right over left? Because my grandma does that, too. It's pretty cool. Okay, white eggs or brown eggs? Do you comb your beard? <laughs> That's a legitimate I, question, uh, jerk. Continuously. That is a legitimate question. <laughs> I White white eggs over brown eggs. That's Doc. Actually, by the way. I, get, I actually get my, no, eggs from my sister. She has uh, two roosters. Oh, I know what it is. You know what it is? It's the it's the Skype is what yeah, it was. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. dang! <sighs> I can't wait to get on. I didn't know Paxton was here. <laughs> yeah. See, Paxton gets. Um, gets uh, uh, a little uh, score. What's next? Something every every uh, <laughs> every show. You got Richards on the line. Richards, what's happening? Captain breathes a lot. Hey guys, did you hear how pissed Bub got when I was calling him? He's talking to you. I heard that. Yeah, he yeah. was more was pissed like, than we were, but now we're pissed. Yeah. Well. Oh, goes Bob Bug Eater Brewing Network. All right in a row on my Skype, and I clicked the wrong shit. Oh. Pissed off the Bubmeister. Oh, you got the right number now. What's happening, my brother? <laughs> Not much, guys. All right. I'm uh, I'm on my way. Yeah, you are. You think you're going to beat Zymerholic here? <laughs> yeah, who's so. who's the other guy that drank like ten teen freaking Maybachs or whatever? The fuck. That was Chad <laughs> last week. Are you coming out to the anniversary party? Uh, I won't be able to attend. Oh, I shall not be attending enough. this year. You sure? I just hung up on him because he's not attending. <laughs> <laughs> Zymerholic, are you attending the anniversary party? Uh, I wish. May, may, possibly. <laughs> you start walking now. <laughs> no soup for you. I'm going to hang up on everybody who's not attending. There you go. He said possibly. Bevo, are you going to be call there? In. Yes. All right. Good thing. Yeah. If we imagine Bevo said no. <laughs> I'm not no. sure I can make it. Hey, we do have a portable stripper. That's, a, that's, a, that's a joke, right. I hope. That's yeah. not. 
No stripping? Not doing that. Oh, oh come on. What's, what's Sam doing? He can strip. Oh. No, I don't care. Oh, good. If that was what you were asking. Does Sam think that he's invited to the anniversary party? <laughs> um, I don't know. Is he not? Yes, he is. Is he? Yes, he is. This guy's invited. I know that. Tasty. Tasty, that well, which, well, that was high. That would trip well, me out. All right. Anyway. Well, that's going with us to the playa. Yeah, we got to bring that. I got to buy my ticket. So, what? You should have gotten that like months ago. I know, but I always I go and I I'm about to click the buy now button, and then the the price smacks me in the face, and I'm like, ah, I got to wait. Oh, Miguel actually asked me, if, "Are you going?" He asked if you're going. Yeah. Why would he ask if you're going? I don't because uh, there was an email out that who's going and, and I nobody replied. And I, and yeah, yeah, Burning Man's. He, he doesn't know you very well. Does now he? I thought oh. now yeah, you really had well. talked Tasty and Chad and um, Brennaldson into yeah, going exactly, but they were all drunk. So I'm curious what the answer is now. Are you guys going? To they want to go. Send the info. Send the. <laughs> this, see, this is Chad's I'm mo. Kidding. Every time I'm like, "Hey, how's the show going?" I don't. You didn't send me the info. Send the info. It's Go to BurningMan.com. The reminder note. Good Lord. Well, what time are you guys, like, you can go how many th- days ahead are you going? What's, what time are you guys leaving? <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah. Well, you guys were talking about getting your own RV, yeah. and you can go anytime you want. Yeah. yeah Slide we, in there. We were drunk then, you know. Well, it's yeah. a week-long event. And I'm not that drunk now, so it's, now, it's, it's, now I'm probably thinking I'm not going. You're thinking no, huh? Yeah. You know. But Germany's looking good. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh I mean, I... You know, yeah, you get that. Oh, and you didn't send me the info on that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Because, uh, if I'm going to hit the wife with this one, i got to have hard dates. Yeah, send me the send info. Send him the too. info. Send me the info. Yeah, boy. I'm, I'm, hey. 70, I'm 80% in. I'm, I'm actually willing to whisk divorce. You're not this going, one. JP. I'm 80% in. You have no idea. Here's going to happen. You're going to be about to buy your plane ticket, and you're going to have an anxiety attack. You're I'm gonna, having one right now. You're gonna, <laughs> like my chest is getting tight thinking about you're, been you're sitting already, on a plane for 85 hey, My issue with this is, uh, okay, it was originally you and Shat, and you got a place to stay here, here, and here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm looking at a room full of people. Yeah, now it's a gang. No, if it's a gang, oh, then everyone's got... You, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'd have to go to the regular tourist... Uh, I don't right, have accommodations yeah. for right, the gang. Right. And that's fine. I'd probably rather get a hotel. So I could be I'd weird. rather you got a hotel. So I could be weird by myself. Well, Not Doc, you were talking couch. about just sleeping in the train station. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'd tell my wife I got all the accommodations all, all there. It's, it's good. I mean, maybe we'll just sleep on the farm in Belgium, right? That'd be sweet. Yeah. With the big dog. In the manger. I like the dog. Spent a lot of time there, for sure. <laughs> don't Belgium. they have hostels? Aren't those cheap? Yeah, but I don't like Have angry. you seen that movie? But I don't like... Hostel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like angry people. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't see that. I don't I'm like angry people. squash like my joke. <laughs> sorry. All right. No, it's I'm sorry. fine. Both of you. You were talking? <laughs> I hate everything. Comb <laughs> your beard. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. Why you go out? Comb him? your beard. So when do you, you go think about how bad it's going to be to fly, JP? It's going to be horrible. <laughs> go, how long go? is the flight? I'm going to be doing this for like yeah, for the right. whole flight, yeah. just combing the beard. See, the, now this is the deal. If you go, JP, yeah. and I'm happy to have you. Yeah. 
you are not allowed to sit with us. Oh, that's not fair. No, because you're because we're all going to be partying and having a good time, yeah. and you're going to be a bitch. Why am I going to be a bitch? You know why you're going to be a bitch. Why? Because I don't like flying. Yeah, you're going to the whole time. You're going to be like so. Oh, so instead of is being, that guy a terrorist? He's a terrorist, isn't he? He's combing his beard. Instead of <laughs> instead of being my friend and keeping my mind off it by hanging out and having fun, yeah. you're going to be cocksuckers and push me to corner. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I ain't good. your babysitter. You asshole. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drop a tab in his beer, and he's going down. <laughs> yeah, if we can do that, then fine. He can sit with us. <laughs> you know, sleep, man. I, hope, I hope you get a fucking cold <laughs> from that plane, and you're sick as a dog. And we'll remind weeks. you of that one, too. The whole time. That's right. Yep. If Doc goes, he'll bring enough medication for everybody. <laughs> to what whatever, I, whatever's I, ailing you. B.A. Baracus, you have to drug me to... I ain't no fight yes. flying, Hannibal. Yes. I ain't getting on that plane, drink Hannibal. Drink your milk, man. That's what you are, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't drinking no milk. <laughs> I don't like no milk, Hannibal. <laughs> drink the milk. He had a nice beard, too. Yes. Doc is our Hannibal, and you are our B.A. Baracus. <laughs> Absolutely. I need a cigar. And I don't know what Chad is. I'm a trying to figure jerk. it out. Well, Schumann, he needs to be the face man. Yeah, Schumann's, Schumann's face man. <laughs> I thought Schumann was Murdoch, the idiot. I don't know. No, that's Sam. <laughs> I'm glad Sam you said that because I thought for sure I was going to be left with Murdoch. <laughs> You're, uh, I don't know what you are. Right. You're the van. He's Charlie. I don't know what that means. Bridgerd uh, is now going to the anniversary party since I hung up on him, I guess. He's on the phone. Did you oh, get yeah. that message that I sent you? Apparently not. Let's try. Let's see. See if the phone works. <laughs> Bridgerd's. Fine, I'll go to the party. All right. There yeah, you yeah, go. The thing, that thing's working. Now you're, yeah, the phone works great right now. It's weird how that happens. Look at that. I thought I was rude. I was really smart. Yeah. Everybody's behaving. All right. Good man. Now you're going to have a good time with us. Good timing. Right. I'll start walking. I'm, I'm, I live in Michigan, man. That's hard, you know. You know what? It just gets warmer and warmer as you keep walking west. <laughs> that's right. Flights that's, are cheap, man. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about it. Take a bus. like drinking. Yeah, take a bus, man. Face, you can feel it in your face. It's like hours of sunshine, but all you did was drink ten beers. Take the green tortoise. You know that bus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doc, I'm well aware of the green tortoise. I got to go. I'm starting to beat Green Tortoise is this bus that starts here on the West Coast. It's fantastic. If you ever see a Green Tortoise bus pass you by, just look in the window. There's all these like dirty hippies laying like across tables in the window. And they're, and they're smoking hookahs. And well, they go to they go to Costa Rica. They go to the West Coast. They go to any kind of the big events. Yeah, all around. Do they go to Germany? No, uh, they no. can't drive there. Damn it! It's not a the, the bus. Uh, don't make take it. The there. bus there, man. Sorry, Jim. I thought it was one of the like pontoon buses. <laughs> Sorry, BA. But you can act, you can go from Seattle to LA on that bus, and there's it's got uh, beds and lay down places. Yeah. Hippie stuff. It's very hippie. Ugh. Very hippie. All right, I got to take a break. One more break. Right. Come back. Another beer. So we're gonna wrap this up. We're just kind of hanging out anyway. So you got one. I think I disassembled the Kay. color waiting. Number five. You do. It's star. Thir- it's star seventy. Yeah? So I knew I it's something. How did you did figure it, that out? Now we'll see. Somebody told me. Okay. Well, we'll take a test call when we come back. Okay. And then we'll see if that... If you did, I, I will kiss you in the boob. No! <laughs> oh. You don't have to. Oh. I I'll pressed star 70 no, but and you then deserve it went back it. Yeah. I dialed We insist. Them, so. It did. Okay. Yeah, so I hope that worked. I really hope so because I like our new phone messaging service so that people can leave drunken messages for us at 888-401-BEER, but I don't like this annoying beeping. It's making me feel like JP on an airplane. Aww. Hang in there. We'll be right back. It's the, it's I hope the, you get AIDS. the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewcasters.
Brewing Network. Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. Pointless drinking Where does it end? Where to begin? Who are your friends? Who are your foes? You'll never know Pointless drinking 
that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. Makes me your 100 grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Okay, welcome back to the program, everybody. Going to wrap things up. Are we ready to go? We done? Well, long, we're, we're tasting uh, crotch, break, and we're tasting crotch rot's uh, rye PA now. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm smelling crotch. What else is new? It's got a real nice hop aroma. Crotch doesn't smell that bad. Mm-mm, that's good. This can, can this be our theme music? Uh, it's our bed for every beer we taste. I think so. I think it can be our bed for everything that we do. It's clean. It's clear. Uh, it's got a nice dry spiciness to it. Nice job. It has a nice dry finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nice. And Good job, Crutch. The, the hops sweeten up the dry finish a little bit. So it kind of balances that yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, it's tasty all the way through, and then it, it, it finishes clean. Yeah. Nice. Nice job. Thanks for sending it. the best crotch beer he's ever sent us. Yeah, it's good beer for sure. It's very nice. Enter that somewhere. When you can give it to a friend and have him walk it out here. He's good. I wonder if Crotch Rot's going to come to the anniversary party. Keep crotch, man. you got to come on out. Yeah, bring beer. Him and Top Shelf. Yeah. Just a little skipping a jump over the Gulf. You know? Come on, come on over to the first coast. What'd they say? You can't turn it off at all? You can just turn off like the call waiting, the whole package. But, like, it's going to take 24 hours. Oh, but it can be turned off. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need call waiting. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've got to turn off tonight. Done and we've already scarred ourselves bad enough. But it can't. I don't have to give up on the whole thing. It can be turned off. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good work, chat. Thank you. Turn it off. Thank you for that. Make it happen. <laughs> that makes me feel better. I thought we were going to be stuck with the thing. Like uh, we get one week of messages, and then I had to cancel it by next week. And you have to call them back tomorrow because seventy-two hours, like from when we got it set up. So it hasn't been that long. They can't even find our account. You're a nobody. <laughs> this is a digital world. You can't find accounts anymore. Yeah, it's not like the well, file the salespeople it. could. But hey, they not. They don't. It's not like they have punch cards to file. A couple anymore. of words for you, Shat the producer. 
Let me talk to your supervisor. <laughs> yeah, then he would have been there all night. That's what no, you found out what I needed to know. But it can be turned off Make as it long happen. as that happens. I'm going to use that for new listeners who complain about the program. Like tonight's program, they're going to complain like, oh, you guys didn't do anything. Uh, new listeners, uh, 72 hours. You can't. I, I don't know. who. You, I, I can't yeah. find your information. You're not logged. You're not even on, on the Skype. <laughs> not on the radar for 72 hours. 72 shows. Uh, <laughs> going to have to wait, and uh, and then chat will get back to you about your complaint after 72 shows. 72. Chad hours, which God knows how long that is. Yeah. Chad hours, they slow down a lot. It's like this time <laughs> continuum thing. Right, Doc? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time just Time, squishes. space, continuum. Yeah, with a bunch of blank spots as Chad goes yes. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. He gets woken up rudely. <laughs> Good work, Chad. See? A little talk we had. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a crazy bitch update? Oh, oh, you know, I got a funny crazy bitch update that doesn't have a whole lot to do with crazy bitch. You remember? <laughs> um, well, do you remember? God, it must have been. Last I show. would say two years ago. Now I think it was. Uh, well, it was a 2006 show at least. Doc, mm-hmm. we were sent a, I believe, a Hefeweizen that was brewed with the cousin. Remember that? Yes. And it's been in our fridge because. We don't really do that anymore. It's you know, so we haven't tried it. We didn't want to like try. We have it on a the special show. occasion when you know we're offshore three miles and right. things happen. Then we're allowed to do that. So, so it's just been sitting there, right? Well, at some point this week, um, I go in the kitchen and we put all our empty bottles on the counter next to the garbage can because that's they, where it goes. Well, they have to be taken outside to the recycle bin, so they don't go in the garbage can. They go in the counter there. You call the side yard the recycle bin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually re- referring to the neighbor's house. Yeah. Oh, uh, since the trunk filled up. Yeah, yeah. So I see among the shrapnel, one of those bottles is is one of the cousin bottles. Uh-oh. So I'm thinking, all right, Chad got a little wild hair up his ass. He thought, hey, I'm going to try this beer tonight. What the, I thought maybe he had a slow Thursday. I don't know what was going on. And uh, so I ask him today, I go, hey... How was that beer? I want to know if it did anything for you. The guy brewed it. We, it was all labeled. I mean, it was, you know, it practically had a skull and crossbones on the thing that you knew <laughs> that it was the cousin beer. So, to, and I asked Shad about it. He goes, Oh, yeah, I, I've been meaning to uh, mention that to you. It, it wasn't one of us. I, I think that crazy bitch came out of my room one of these nights, was thirsty for a beer, and thought she'd try this one. And the skull it. and crossbones. Yeah, and oh she my grabbed God. So, so how was uh, round two? Yeah, did it work for her? Yeah, I mean, what's the deal? I don't there? think she really drank it. I think she took one sip and that was it. Passed out. The appropriate answer yeah, is how was round two? But oh. yeah. the appropriate answer is I don't know. I didn't let her stick around long enough to find out. That's yeah. probably the case. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm okay with crazy bitch coming over here, but you can't just be grabbing beers out of the fridge. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. She can pull it or off the crawling t- in the windows, <laughs> or crawling in windows for or, that or, matter, or banging the neighbor. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, fine. there's got to be a couple of rules here, Shad. I mean, I understand she's yeah. a crazy bitch, yeah. but a, a rule or two would yeah, be. Yeah, fun. We're not that flexible. We'll have Doc we'll camped out in the uh, studio one night, and I'll just <laughs> hey, come through the studio door. Come I'll on. let her in. Now, were you there? Did you see her crack it open? Or were you like back in the room and you don't even you did you saw it the next morning like I did? The, yeah, the next morning. Yeah, yeah. I know. I on, your, on your dresser sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Going. I didn't drink that. Yeah. So the update. We did you didn't... smack her around for it? No. <laughs> yeah. Should have. I mean, I would have liked to know about it if she was going to try it. I want to know she got high. Although a crazy bitch, you couldn't tell anyway. She was like, I don't know. I was fucked up before. I'm fucked up now. Pretty much. Yeah. 
I don't know. The the seagulls I see are blue now. It's kind of funny though that she goes for that one, man. We we have a couple. If you want to try them, no, that's the thing. We don't oh. want to try them. Like not just in the middle of the show. Anyway, I'm uh, like, who knows? What At the beginning of the show, maybe but... start crawling up the walls. I don't know what's going to happen. Can we give one to JP and see what happens? Yeah, let's do. He'll that. be combing his beard and stuff. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, I might stop it. I don't think you should. He'll probably start to like freak out about flights and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying. This is my year to get over that crap. I want you to do it. I just I don't am. want to sit next to you. I know you don't, and you're a jerk for it. <laughs> Let's sit fine. next to him. I'll, you know, he's gonna be sleeping the whole time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc is your is your, your travel. I'm gonna be fine. I, I have plenty of electronics to keep me busy. You got a little PlayStation Portable. Got my little MP3 World player. World of Warcraft mobile. I don't know how I'm going to do Auto that. Auto buddy. I don't know how I'm going to do the World of Warcraft mall in Europe. You have to bring your laptop. But They'd I probably call it something different. Fast enough. You're going to need the mobile version. Can you put it on your mobile phone? No, I wish. World of Cellcraft? <laughs> I'd be sitting here doing it. Not really. No. <laughs> you would. We wouldn't get him during any part of the show. He'd still be doing it. Oh, oh level 39, Warlock. Hey, you remembered. It's level, level 40 now, though. Oh, you are? I got my free mount. Sorry, it's been two days. You said mount. I did. What is that? What does that mean? Who cares? Horse. You get, like, a thing to ride. You do? Yeah. Like, when you crazy reach level bitch? 40, you get yeah. a thing to ride? Well, some classes do. Yeah. Some races do. I... Yeah. Uh, well, classic. See, Shat, he doesn't have to do it. He just... He just rides. He, gets he just a, rides. He gets a thing to ride. It crawls in his window. <laughs> oh, what level are you on? Yeah. yeah, he's on the he level. Means, yeah. just after the ankle bracelet, bracelet, and before prison. That's what level he's on. I think by level, like what level hepatitis do you have? I think now is really what it is. So. A, B, or <laughs> C. Well, just so you all know, we tried to set a trap for Crazy Bitch, uh, like bear trap. La- yes. Okay. <laughs> like a, a motion sensor camera. Well, this was. I was trying to. I wanted to give you this update last week, but it's when Chat passed out. So it was this. It was the weekend. It was the Saturday before. It was last Saturday. The Saturday. It was last Saturday, and Crazy Bitch had been texting Chad all, all day Saturday. Long. All Saturday. It was all Chat. All Saturday, texting him all day, and we're all just kind of around, and the Schumans are here, and we thought, okay, this is the night we're going to pull the switcheroo. We're going to put Schumann in Chat's room, and Chat will go to sleep in Schumann's room, so that when she crawls in the window, she'll find. Sh- uh, Schumann. But, of course, we're going to film the whole thing. <laughs> so, we set up a camera in in Shet's room. We got the whole thing. We got the night vision. We're ready to go. We are ready for when this burglar is crawling in the window just to get her reaction for when she realizes it's Schumann. And she ends up passing out early and never showing up. The one night that she doesn't get in the car and drive her. You had all the electronics all ready to go. Ready to, we had it plugged in. We had it all lined up. It was, it, we had the lighting perfect. Everything. Can, can we drunk Jenga her? Sure. <laughs> I think Chad does every night. Right in the face. Oh. Stack these. Yeah, nuts that's just on there. disgusting. So we're still working on it. Next time, Chad is now. He knows to let us know if there's a day long texting marathon, so that we know it's going to happen that night, and we're going to pull the switcheroo. Do you have to ignore her a couple of times. Set up the camera. More than a couple. <laughs> <laughs> he ignores her for forty eight hours. Yeah, we we need to get her to call in the show. Yeah. Hey, I got my got a new number. Here it is. You can't yeah. text it, but it's eight. Eight eight. Well, we can give her the 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 base number, the nine two five number, oh, yeah. and tell her that's your new number. Well, but it's gonna say the the message thing. I could set up a message just where it says the phone number. 
I would love to get crazy oh, bitch messages. Dude. We'll figure it out. Right, just you know save what? them on your phone. If you save them on your phone, I can use them. Can she call 1-88-401-BEER? She won't because she'll think it's not Chad. See what I mean? Well, no. But she said, you know, you just have a thing that forwards all your mail to. Oh. Well, he can just, well, it'll still pick up, I think, but he could just I say, could hey, my phone's down for a week. Uh, so if you got to call me, you call this number and just leave a message. It's totally cool. He'll to get to me. Tell I'm her the, it's it, your new job. Yeah, and say, I'm, you say you're the only one who you have to go on the, the producer line and I'll get it because I'm the only one that listens to it. Yeah, we need to, yeah, the producer line. You guys are smart. Dude, we need, we need to get an, a new, <laughs> I'm a doctor, me- damn it. A new dirty message from her. Oh, I heard she left a dirty message for Shat a long time ago. Yeah. We were trying to make a. I was like, get her to leave you a dirty message. This is before we started telling the stories. That's on easy. Air. See, I, I I can't even talk to you unless you leave me yeah. a really dirty. Well, that's message. what we did. It and was, I, I it said, was get easy. To, I said, get her to leave something because this will be great, and then we'll we'll announce it to the world about this crazy bitch. Well, the message she left, I couldn't even use. Man, it was awful. It was like I couldn't even. Even for us. It you, scared you? You think they gave those crude disclaimers on the AHA Tech Talk this week. If we, if I had played that message, it would have been like, you cannot listen to this program. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> what would happen. Yeah, but intriguing. Yeah. It was. Actually, you guys liked the message. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was just disgusting. Oh, man. Got one word for you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you use that message later, Shat? No. <laughs> That's no. a lie. What's weird is that Shat doesn't like her even in the least bit. He almost hates her, but it still occurs like on a weekly yep. basis. It's Whatever. convenient sometimes, yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, sometimes I'm asleep, sometimes I'm awake. Sometimes I'm inside her, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, man. I love it. It's great. Right, Bevo? How's your marriage going? <laughs> Good Lord. Let's get out of here, huh? I took that beer Please. first. No, Bebo's not happy right now. Are they being mean to you in the in the chat again? Uh, they'll never be mean to her. No, no, they're. I'm done with them. Really? No. Are we off next week? Because I don't want to come back. Oh, don't chase oh. Beavis away. Just start bouncing them all. Just just here's one out of the other. Send them Bebo, pictures or something. Just said the f word to somebody. Hey. I don't use the f word. Hey, Bebo, just, just so you know, oh it's fine. Just don't touch the screen. What's the f word? Let me it's dirty. Let me give a little disclaimer for them, Beavis, for your sake. It, when we start doing this on the air, they take the cue that, like, oh, it's F around time because we're doing it here. So it's partly my fault because we're, like, just messing around Calling here. Calling me a bitch? Not okay. Oh, is that happening? Oh, who did that? Who did that? Boot him right now. Oh, I've already booted him several times. I don't want to talk about it. We can, we can ban him for a week. Oh, then just do the JP, go in there. Come over here and do the oh, official... Uh, go J- JP Smackdown. Do the, uh, you guys made Bevo really upset. She's upset about that. And I'm not, I'm not even messing around right now. Tell JP which name, and then we're going to take care of that right now. Is it a regular? Who is that, JP? Tell me who it is. It's not a regular. Uh, I don't know. It's not a regular. Get rid of that Oh, will it be now? Why would you do? Why would you do that to the Beavis hanging in there in the chat and taking your questions and all of your crap all night long? And you're going to call her names like that? You call JP names. He is a bitch. It just rolls off uh, rolls off his head. He combs it right out of his beard. Oh, uh, Beavis, you got to let me know early Done. about that stuff. Uh, is there anybody else? Is it just one? Done. Wow. Somebody okay, ha- we need that rest of the chat guys to come to Bevo's rescue. Yeah, where, that's the other thing I gotta know. It's a community in there. How come you guys aren't Protect helping us the Bevo. out? They were helping you out. All right. Okay. Yeah, you did the temporary ban, huh? 
Oh, yeah, you got to use the full featured get out of my life ban. The what the the fist that comes out yeah. comes out of their computer and punches them right in the face. Yeah, you got to use the uh I'm a level 39 uh warlock. 40 now. Oh, 40 warlock ban. Sorry, JP. You got to use the super ban. Oh, yeah, see now they're all getting on it. Great. Now they're all running scared cuz you can like like kill them with one one little button. What's the guy drunky drunks well? Should be used to that. So Sam. Right? <laughs> Bevo's all teary, you guys. Why did you do that? You made her cry. You can't be. You can't do that. These are sensitive people. Tasty's crying too. It's not good in here. We're not all Chad, you know. You can't just uh, you can't just abuse us the whole time and expect us to be nice at the end, right, Chad? Yeah. Some people have fucking feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure. The girl has feelings. Not just a chick thing, you guys. Dead bitch. And by the way, JP's cried several times. He just won't let me. Uh, yeah. air, he won't yeah. let me broadcast. Well, I don't. I just. I mean, I cry, but I just cry in my pants. Yeah. yeah. When, he, when he's not combing his beard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to cry right now. I'm a little teary eyed. Should my, we all cry? My friend Beaver. Everybody cry. Come on, get in touch with yeah. Chad. Is it okay if we get in touch with our feelings for just a second? No. <laughs> not even for a second. Put the kibosh in that one. No. <laughs> not oh, even for a minute. What would Schumann say? Come on. Schumann would say yes. Schumann would say, look yeah, at my okay. balls. So, That's yeah. what he would do. Schumann would say, let's get out the feelings calendar. When Schumann gets here, you can cry. Chad, will you please get Bevo the feelings calendar so that she can write down Absolutely. today's chat room episode on the on the feelings calendar? <laughs> yeah. And I mean it. Chad's going to get it. And in fact, this should be written down in Sharpie, I think. Not yeah. just a little ballpoint pen. No, no, no. We're going to have to Sharpie this. Yeah. we we got to be a little careful with this thing because... My wife is telling me about how one of my kids, uh, some other kid, you know, said something to him and now uh, really hurt his feelings and blah, blah, blah. And it almost came out of my mouth with fucking feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's like you want to say it, right? Oh, it, it was, it was going to roll right out my tongue. Yeah. Fuck up, little buddy. <laughs> fucking feelings. <laughs> Bevo, you take up the whole square. Yeah, you have to. you know, and Monday too, because I think it'll carry over. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if you're crying more about what happened or the fact you have to go home and tell Sam about it, and he'll go, "Oh, oh well." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think might as well hang out here. Yeah, well, just hang with us. Can That's you stay and drink with us though. tonight to get rid of this this feelings? Let's make Sam pick you up. Oh, he's oh. he's out drinking, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> You've muted yourself. Oh. Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> Yeah, no, he can't pick me up. <laughs> um, who, who can pick you up? Now I'm getting messages from listeners who were trying to help you, Tim. <laughs> they, were, they were being nice. It ha- you know what? Our chat room, every, what is it? What what would you say? Every four months or so, we have to like... You know, the velvet hammer. Put the crack down. Yeah, we have to go in and say, okay, guys. Let's, the adults. Let's, act like, let's respect yeah. each other. Is this the first time you've ever had a beer, dude? Right, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it this time. I'm above that. So is Beavis. She's going to fill out the feelings calendar instead. And we're going to publish it online. And you know what? I so feel like such a girl. This is so ridiculous. You are a girl. That's why we like you. That's why you're. That's why you're in here. So the chat has it. You know, you can silence someone. You can kick someone. You can ban them mm. for I think it's what three days, mm. and then you can ban the you IP can address ban their, too. You, yeah, you can do a super IP. Yeah. You know what? You have super the total ban. smackdown. But you told me not to use those. No, but if, if well. I told you to probably ask me if you have to do the IP ban. Yeah, th- I mean, that'll... In know. this case, I'm looking at you, I'm like, Holy do crap. the IP ban, you know, get well, rid of the guy, you know. Removed. I just have a bunch of messages I didn't realize. It's probably JP. <laughs> JP's on his on his cell phone over there in the chat room calling her a bitch. No, it's crazy bitch texting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you dirty bitch. Yeah. All right. Don't forget about no remorse. He's been on hold for a while. 
<laughs> Fuck that guy anyway. We could try one of his beers. Was he was, a beer look, I, I was looking at uh, No Remorse's uh, Robust Porter, so I think we should, we should do that one. Hey, brother, what's happening, man? Let's do it. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? I'm not, I'm not drunk and angry this time, so it'll be a... Oh. You weren't in there calling Bevo names, were you? Uh, no, uh, that growler individual was, was being rude, and uh, she warned him, and she kicked him. You know, she did what she could, so... Is he a new guy? Uh, you know, I haven't seen him in there, but I think he's in there occasionally. Yeah. I call him a troll, so. God damn it. I'm going to start calling you a bitch if that keeps beeping. I'm going to the anniversary show. Oh, okay. I take it back. You're a nice man, and uh, I'm looking I, uh, forward to seeing you. <laughs> I'm staying at the uh, the Marriott Napa Valley Hotel and Spa. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. You know what? Fancy. I stayed there before. Is it nice? It is very nice. You will like it. And you know what? The price isn't that bad, is it? It's not as expensive as it sounds. Well, she works for Marriott, so we get it for like 30 bucks or 50 bucks. Oh, well, that's even better. No, but the regular price, it really isn't that bad. One of the shows that we, you know, we did about three broadcasts from there, and one of them, um, uh, we, we crashed out there because it was we knew it was going to be a late night, and that wasn't a bad price. Say the name again, just so people can check it out. It's the Marriott uh, Napa Valley Hotel and Spa. All right, there you go. We can and Spa. Salona Avenue. Hey, you're not bringing your ho- I'm bringing the trophy wife, wife, are you, Doc? Um, I haven't put it to her yet, so I don't know. Uh, it <laughs> I mean, as much as I'd love to see your wife there for my own personal enjoyment, you're, you know, you're you're raging with us that night. So why now? Well, I, I'm I'm going through all the scenarios. What what could I, could I like put her in a cab slash limo, send oh. her home? Well, no, she'll be just as unhappy about that. Um, Unless you send her home with some young stud. Well, no, there, there's also a place. Justin. There's also a place we like to stay in Yountville, which is really nice, and I, and I like it up there. Yeah, it's just like one town north, two towns north, maybe of uh, Napa. Uh huh. Just meet her there the next day, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. 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 But she oh would, yeah. She oh, wouldn't come to work. the. She wouldn't come to the party though. No, no she could come. No, to she the come party. to the party, well, and that's cool. Well, uh, you know, the first thing everyone's going to do when they see Doc is, "Hey, Doc, you're a little guy. How's the foot?" No, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll 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 deal with that. Uh, all right. We'll well, we're thinking I'll be out of the boot by then. We'll put out a, di- yeah, a disclaimer. Di- a disclaimer saying yeah. everybody ignore the foot. Uh, any, any, uh, do not mention the foot or die. Or the stripper pole. Or, or die. Not, no. You, you really, you know. I, I don't think I don't, it's an overnight thing and overnight who's going to watch the kids. And although I, I could put out enough kibble. Yeah, you're right. She you should know. stay home. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Doc Sheen. Oh. Huh? Go ahead, brother. Sheen said he oh, wait, said some on. double IPA. Did you get it? Double IPA from Sheen. We'll have to wait till, for Chad to get back in the studio. Oh, I got to look at uh, it. all comes here, all this stuff, and I've got uh, a big list that Chat made up for me, and we're just p- kind of picking off this cool big list. <laughs> I'm in heaven here. Chat, double IPA so awesome. from Sheen. Does that ring a bell? Yep, we do have it. Yeah, we got it. All right, no remorse. What's up, man? But we got no remorse. I spoke with. I spoke with Mike Davis. He's the brewer down at the, the Harmon Brewery. Mm-hmm. He sampled a few of their beers. Yeah. Um, he t- he's friends with the guys at uh, the Hop Union, and they planted seven thousand acres of new hops this year. Wow, oh, that's good. That's a lot of and acres. They're hoping. That he said that they're, so, they're they're thinking what whatever they did, whatever method, that they're going to get a great yield off of it, like right away. He yeah. said yield. <laughs> also, he expressed interest in doing an interview for the show, so that's, you know. Okay, send that info to Chad. 
Yeah, I did that before with a couple guys, and we know where that where that comes. <laughs> was that was, who's he talking about? That was pre our, but was pre conversation though. I think. Oh, that was pre intervention. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will go to bat for Shad on this one. Actually, I don't have to speak to him about that. Just because it doesn't happen immediately doesn't mean that he ain't working on it. He, that's true. Yeah, that's he true. is a yeah. guest machine. I got to give him that. I've got no complaints there. He must be sleeping. With, no. Like every potential guest. Say that again, please, because... A pre-party party for the uh, guys that are getting in Thursday or Friday. Yeah, on Friday. Well, Thursday, no. Uh, that's impossible. Because we have to work. Um, I would say that we should set up a pre-party on Friday, but it will not be br- with the brewcasters. It should be an all-listener event, and that's because that weekend is insane for us, just getting ready for the Saturday. Uh, so there's no way we'll be able to make it to something like that. But I will try to work on a full weekend of events if I find out that people are coming in Friday through Sunday. I'm going to set up this wine tour deal. I will try to set up a Friday pre-party, maybe at a cool brewery or something that you guys can all meet up and be taken care of. And then we'll you know do the hang with you guys on Saturdays is what's going to have to happen. I, Outstanding. Yeah. I basically, by the, time it, by the time Saturday night rolls around, most of us have not slept for about 72 hours. It's a long uh, thing just getting that shit ready. Except for Doc. He sleeps for four hours. Doc's house. Yeah, you can give a shout-out. Um, Go ahead. What do you got? I'm going to give a shout-out to B. Richards, my brother-in-law. Um, I don't know if he told you he won the Pro-Am at the Flossmore Station Brewery, that boss uh, competition. Oh, no, I think I hung up on him before he got to do that. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, he his, uh, his Belgian on their, um, their brewing system. Uh, cool. That's big. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. It's, it's just south of Chicago, and uh, it's like a sixteen-hour drive for him. So his, my what? sister's very nice for letting him go down there. But uh, huh. you should go yeah, down. A, 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 it's like a I don't know if it's a fifteen-barrel system or whatever. It's a pretty big thing, though. So all right, you said pretty big thing. B. Richards, congratulations, my brother, on yeah. a nice win at the. So program. no remorse. We're we're uh, drinking your robust Uh-oh. porter. It's not a robust. Watery brown ale. Okay. Watery. That's pretty that's much what, what we were thinking. Yeah. yeah, a watery brown ale. It's uh, there's I don't I, I don't no, there's no fault there's with no it except row for in the bust. Except for it's not a row. Yeah, there's no row in the. It's a bust. Uh, <laughs> I took your advice and I redid it. That's a that's a a partial with no brown malt. Uh-huh. We did it with brown malt. I changed my hop bill and also. Out here in the, the Pacific Northwest, the water's very, very, very soft. In all of my all-grain beers, the hops have just, there's no snap to it. I didn't know I had exactly. water. I've been adding, um, to my porters, I've been adding uh, Burton salt, and to my IPAs and pale ales, I've been adding um, gypsum. And, you know, it, the hops are there now, so. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do uh, with the water just to, you know, craft it to where you want. And you have to, you, yeah. you, you got to brew a couple of times with, with the different beers that you're doing and think, oh, well, I'm not getting enough hops or it's not round enough, that kind of stuff. And uh, you add a little of this to the water and it's, it, it really can really make it pop. Your brother's on the that line. Was my, that was my third brew ever. Who's? I didn't know that I was supposed to treat the water and I didn't know anything about the, the chemics out here. So. Well, B. Richards, what's happening, man? You there? He's hammered. He's been drinking for 10 hours. Yeah, he yeah. just, every time he Skype calls, he just sucks. like, guys, he sits so. there and breathes into the microphone. <sighs> All right, well, that's but, but anyway, yeah, the, the, actually, the watery brown you. brown ale is not bad. What's this yeah, sour one that I'm drinking over here? A couple weeks ago, so. Is that you, Weasel? Schooners. Oh, that's the Schooners sour ale. That's a nice beer. But, um, uh, 
Back to nowhere, Morris, with his uh, <laughs> robust port. I'm, I want to finish this thing out. Uh, back to the bad beer. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, I, I got some left in my glass, and I'm going to talk about it until I don't what have it. What is this? What are we doing? Uh, snap. I think you did a really clean job on it. Just uh, Even Chat here said it just, just doesn't have the body it should. So, um, yeah, it was cool. Just like crazy, bitch. Four degrees, and then I, I did a, you know, I did a, um, a rest at like 67 degrees for like two or three days, and then I bottled it, so... Well, it's clean, so I know your your uh, brew techniques are good. So keep that up and just work on the recipe a little bit. All right. Yeah, I, I rebrewed it and I added a pound of brown malt. So not a bad idea. I also bad idea or a good idea? No, not a bad idea. And I would add some more of the base malt too. Okay. Get, get a little and more oomph to it. Uh, I used London ale, and I also treated it with uh, with Burton salt. I treated both the um, the boil and the, uh, the hot liquor tank. So. Yeah, I don't like just throwing Burton salts in there. It's got too much of everything, so I think you can dial it in yourself a little bit easier. All right, I got to go. Okay, you got to go? Yeah. Okay. I'm distracted. Wait My friend Beavis is upset. And You're still upset? Yeah, and it's, got, and it's bother. it just no, bothers okay. me. I'm okay now. She, she's good now. I'm just yeah. upset. Why? I'm ready for the show to end. She yeah. wrote it down on the feelings calendar. Yeah, so I think okay. it, was, it was cathartic for her, if you want to check it out. Let me see. You know. Um, see what we have on the feelings calendar here. This is Sparta! <laughs> and it's over a two-day period. Yeah. Four days, really, if you, yeah, if you look really. at that. Uh, and the I, I bet it's over like a seven-day period. <laughs> the, the feelings calendar. Funny, Doc. The entry says, don't call Bevo a bitch, it makes her cry. And there's a little sad face. And there's a sad face. And it's it's it, the saddest sad face I've oh, ever seen. It's oh. It almost looks like it has a little sad mustache, even. Oh, Not oh. just a sad face, You know what? Flip over mustache. the calendar and write it again. I never noticed her mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you never knew that Bevo had a no, sad mustache. M- maybe to turn that frown upside down, that smiley face could use a comb for the mustache. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> one day we need to go through and read oh, some of the feelings way. calendars. That's disgusting. I know. There's another. Let's see. Uh, here's one from uh, Shoe Light, the younger of the Schumans. Justin hurt my feelings because he called me a douche. <laughs> <laughs> That's just endearment, isn't it? The uh, end. Yeah, yeah, it is. So flip flip it over to April. Mm, and April and continue the. Uh, well, no, you're just pencil and bebo again. Oh. <laughs> April's a GTO. In the oh nice, it's not even green though. In the Checker Shucks Craigans feelings calendar, <laughs> <laughs> April is a GTO. I saw you look at that. You looked at that like it was a centerfold. Yeah, I like GTO. I kind of like the other one in the back. You, it's, it's a, that's a bigger calendar. You can write descriptors. That yeah. one is not the feelings calendar. That's the business calendar, and there's a uh, difference. Uh, and no. there's nothing on. Yeah, it's it blank. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the difference. <laughs> the feelings calendar is full. The business calendar has nothing. You know, I'm drinking out of one of these Boonville anniversary taster glasses. There you go. And the bear kind of looks like retarded on it. If you guys have one, I mean, it's just kind of nope. lopsided. The tongue's hanging out. I got a Drake Ow. Drake's glass. Looks the same. Anyway. Drake. Yeah, you don't know the story behind that? About the it's supposed to be a bear and a bear. deer. A cross between a, a bear and a deer. That would make uh, a retarded bear. A bear. A bear. A bear. Yeah. Is that a dare? Mm. You ever heard that story? Does it check it out on the website. Why, like, the tongue's hanging out. Like it just, I don't it's know, drunk. licked a window or something. <laughs> Look at you. Can't explain you. Oh, that's not nice, Chad. Nice beard, though. You know what? Smooth. Fucking cat. He's got a nice shiny be, coat. I need to be cool. Give me that calendar. Give me this. You got to write in the calendar. He's going to cry. He's got a healthy uh, coat. JP, you do look like you're crying a little bit. Is that a new bobblehead up there? 
It looks like Jesus. JP? That's oh. not new. That's our... Uh, uh, Shat's dad gave us that. It's the Geico caveman bobblehead. Okay, it looks like Jesus in jeans. Well, he gave it to JP because JP likes the show, but we've since discovered it looks like me, and so JP has made it mine <laughs> now. Wait. Because I look like the friggin' Geico caveman. The caveman which I should, show? Which, wasn't which by the way, I should write on the yeah, I missed the whole Sorry, thing. Oh, we're gonna have the caveman show, and Good then the, now it's past tense. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, JP recorded it though, and we could. I watch can it. get them for you. I know you I can. Think, I think they were hilarious, personally. I'd like to see them actually. The pilot was better than the other ones, but uh, it was funny. I thought it was great. All right, we're getting out of here, huh? Can we do it, please? Hey, by the way, my father called me and said the uh, Budweiser Clydesdales were in the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade in my hometown. They always do the parades and the fireworks and everything a week later. Like Fourth of July, it's always the weekend after. So uh, they had the Clydesdales. Place to go. Yeah, they already flew them all the way out there. So well, I guess th- they were in New Hampshire or something. The Clydesdales. So uh, it's a big deal. I guess you have to like get into like, this lottery and they show up at certain events and it's a big deal. So so they were. Can we get in that lottery? Yes. At the Pacheco. <laughs> run down the, the main street at Pacheco. How about the anniversary I, party? I will apply to have the Clydesdales at the anniversary party. At least that's Napa. We have a little credibility, right? Yeah. All right. I'll, Chad, we have our work cut out for us. We're going to have to write a letter to Augie tomorrow asking for the Clydesdales. Can we please, I've got to sell. Please, please, please. I'll call them. In June. Now, Chad's going to go to work on a auxiliary hotel for the anniversary party. It's June 14th, Saturday, June 14th at Downtown Joe's in Napa. Listen to me. It's going to be great. This is, a, this is the party that you guys should make it for. I'm not even, not even next year. If you can come any year, it's this year. I'm t- I don't think I we're going to be able so. to top this I, one for a while. I got to feel you've told me so many things that we're going to be doing that you, you just can't top this. Year. This is the one. Come on out here. You can make a family trip out of it. You want to bring the wife, the girlfriend, uh, whatever. the wife and girlfriend, wife and the girlfriend. I'll get you. I'll try to get you multiple hotel deals. children. Your girlfriend's children. Yeah, uh, you leave them or take them. These are over eighteen. Yeah. Hey, I didn't make you know any specifics today. Yeah, I do know what you're saying, man. <laughs> No, you're going to want to come out to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's at Downtown Joe's. Colin, the mad scientist, Kaminsky, is our host. And that guy is just so cool to homebrewers. You won't yeah. believe it. Yeah. If you, any of you uh, listeners who made it to our other Downtown Joe's broadcasts, go on the forum and tell these people how hospitable Colin is. He loves homebrewers. He's been very good to us. He is more excited that we're having it at his place than I am. And I am stoked that we're having it at his place. Yeah, he seems pretty happy about the whole He thing. was just lit up about it. Like this is great, and he and he starts instantly within five minutes of him saying yes, let's do this. He's firing off ideas for me of uh, of how we can make it cool. So right. this is the one. It's Saturday, June fourteenth. Chad is going to post an auxiliary hotel for you. Hopefully this week we're going to look for that. I am going to post for you tomorrow the official hotel, but there's a limited amount of rooms, and it's only if you're coming in for the night. So it's a lot of you locals. Uh, Weasel been hanging out with us all night. If you're going to come and stay the night, let me know. Um, I'll give you guys all the information the number you got to call and uh what you got to say to get your room booked for the night if you're coming in for multiple nights then you're just going to want to go for it do it do it now get yourself a flight get yourself a room come on in and hang out with us for the third anniversary party three years doc praise euro three years how many years do you think it's going to go let's we want to we want to place a uh, like a a death pool let's make a death pool for the bn a bucket list or for me essentially (laughs) like if my either it, it, what will die first, my liver or the attraction of the BN? I think it's your 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 uh, which will come first. Which will stop this whole train? Yeah, a creditor catching up to you. Is that what we're saying? 
A cre- yeah, a creditor catching up. Or someone buys out. Old girlfriend. <laughs> Something's going to catch up to yeah. Something. That could be bad, huh? Yeah. Hey, you know what I almost signed up for this week, Doc? Actually, I got you got to help me out. Gender, okay. gender reassignment check this surgery? Out. Listen, I'm so proud of myself. I'm, I'm well, like my, check his background. He pe- no, that ain't happen. I'm like my own parent. I'm so proud of <laughs> me growing up. Medical. I'm about to sign up for medical insurance. No way. I haven't had medical since I was 13 years old or some fucking thing. Whenever my mom had medical for me. Uh, about to sign up for medical insurance. And it's I have all you, these and, plans And you ride a motorcycle? Yeah, it's a good thing. Ride a motorcycle. I started to kind of creep out about it. And uh, I'm getting older. And uh, it's taken me a month. I'm still sick from that sickness I had a month ago. And I'm not shaking it. Trying to cure yourself? Well, I'm yeah. And I'm like, this is there's got to be something wrong with me. This ain't right. So anyway, I'm signing up for medical you got to help me look at these plans. Okay. It's not cheap, man. we got to sign up yourself. But uh, there are some that are affordable, but you never know what you get, right? Yeah. Like some of these idiots, they want you, they're like, oh, yeah, for only $65 a month, yeah, we you will have, cover like, you. Yeah, $5,000 deductible yeah, or something. And, but not only the deductible, but you pay 40% of the bill, and they pay 60 Big friggin' deal. 40% of a $50,000 bill for me is still bankruptcy, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, there's or, all these... A $2,000 bill. <laughs> Good point, Doc. I I was trying to give myself the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Actually, uh, <laughs> you got to look. My at wife's things. the expert on that one. I thought that, and oh, I thought it'd, time. it'd be fun to sit down with her anyway. And, exactly. uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Maybe when you and the kids are gone somewhere, yeah. a little candlelight dinner. You gonna sign up for a little medical? Me and Karen. Sure, I bet. Me and Karen. <laughs> what do you want to call uh, it? And a little exam, if you know what I mean. Oh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> just to make sure you're insurable. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, she knows. She's the expert. Exactly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean exam? Like a test? Yes. Like my math skills. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, I'm crying with you, Bebo. Look at my tears. <laughs> I'm wiping my eyes. I'm not crying anymore. For you. That's, I'm over it. That's good. I think it's all the dirt just dripping down in your face. So. No, he took a shower today. I did. I showered. All right. Thank you. Well, whatever. <sighs> Please join us for our anniversary party on June 14th. Bevo will be there. And Richards she'll be, was on She'll be hold. smiling. On, yeah, I know. I don't care. On okay, June 14th? Uh, I want to thank everybody for sending in the beers that we've drank tonight. Are we going to keep consuming them? Well, yeah. And smoking a hookah? You want to smoke a hookah with us, Bevo, without yeah. making you feel better? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I might sleep here tonight. Yeah, oh. you will. I'm sleeping I here tonight. I have to go to court tomorrow. Oh. I'll be here. In Concord, so... Mm-hmm. Hey, I live Whatever. in Concord. I it's got an extra cool. room. You want to it's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, so we finished up with this uh, snow, snow quality. <laughs> What's that? Sh- uh, snow <laughs> quality, spring fever, Belgian style Grand Cru is what we finished with. Wow. You, Pretty tasty. I didn't get any of that. Can I just say that, that, that Chad is oh, okay, actually I did not. the oh, first time done his job okay. from start to finish of this show. Look at him, ending the show with yeah. talking Make, about beer. Making Thank sure you, we, we have a beer. Yeah. Chad, he's been doing his job. Instead of counting sheep. Also, somebody, <laughs> Richard Branson, wants to know about the Van Halen concert. Wasn't that like... Yeah, but oh, we never ago. did really talk about that. Well, oh, Jesus. I, I, I brought that they up did. again. I don't last know why I keep bringing this up? <laughs> Actually, I, I brought it up again end. last night uh, because you know um, I was crippled by that point. Yeah, and um, did Parker have a good time? Parker had an awesome time. Is he still talking about how oh, yeah. epic it was? Oh, he was having such a great time. He didn't want to go. All he wanted. It came down to like we're leaving. And I don't really want to go. Dude, you're going. Buck up, you're a man, you're going. I grabbed him, threw him in the car. Yeah. And we got there, and he just thought it was awesome. Yeah. 
And the only other person that really thought of how awesome it was was you. Yeah. Because uh, my kid had to go to the bathroom about every two minutes. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sorry, that me and the crutches aren't going up the stairs every two minutes. So uh, Justin was taking him up there. Justin was getting so many props for bringing his 12-year-old kid. Chicks. To the, uh, to, oh, he looks like he's having such a good time. You having a good time? And he's going, yeah. He and looks, I taught him how to do, I taught him how to do rock fingers. He looks, <laughs> he looks just like you. You got to put up the so every t- so after a little like after a couple times, you know the hot chicks and stuff. They come yeah. up and they'd be like, "Oh, is it your first concert and all that stuff?" And I said, "Look, after a while, I was like, I don't. You don't even have to answer. You just give them rock fingers when they come up and they're like, do you like Van Halen?' Just give them rock fingers.' Yeah. So he did. After a little while, oh, I was getting some action. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> oh, he, he, Justin, said, you got to go to the bathroom again. Yeah, I'm like, hey, you gotta go. <laughs> I just went. I know. Here, drink this water. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but they go up there and they come back and it, it was just they were having a great time and and cool kid. We saw a dwarf. We did, <laughs> which which Chad always like. Chad, we uh, can. I want one. Chad I wants hate those. Things. Was Parker taller than him? Uh, Parker's like what? He was. No, it, it yeah. was a little bit taller and he, Parker still thinks it's really funny because <laughs> we were trying to take a picture of him. <laughs> I have to admit, actually, this is something that's uh, a little uncomfortable for me. So Doc is really open with his kids. So he's like, "Look at the retard! Look at the dwarf! Look at the, the-. Look at the so, chick with the big hooters!" Yeah, like Doc, he just says all this with his kids, right? Lesbians. And so his kids will say it, right? So we're all standing around, and his kids like, "Yeah, look at the tard! Look at the dwarf!" <laughs> and another one of Doc's friends is with us—a a doctor friend, a little more proper than myself and and Doc for that. And me, yeah. And so every time Parker's like, yeah, here comes the dwarf. Here comes. Did you see him? Did you see the dwarf? Did you see the midget? You look at the midget. And the doctor friend's like, I don't know if you should say that. You know? And we tried to get, but he was the only one with the camera in his phone. So we were trying, trying to get my to get friend him, Tony to take like, a picture. I'm not going to take a picture. You can't take a picture. That's not right. And we're all giggling like idiots. And, and he's like, wait, wait, I have to send it to my, my Uncle Tim. <laughs> but it's tough because, I, I mean... Big in all fairness, your friend Tony was kind of right. I mean, we're kind of jerks sitting over there going, look at the retard. And the look guy at the walked dwarf. right through the middle of our little group. <laughs> we, we, we had about... Oh, so it's about, his fault. Yeah, at, at that point, you're fucking asking for it, dude. Sorry. We, we had four of us in this 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 dwarf just come nuzzling his way right through the middle of us. Nuzzling. <laughs> Why does he have to be nuzzling? Why couldn't he be yeah. walking? I put a blanket because down by the he fire. he actually pushed his way right through the middle of our crowd. <laughs> he was nuzzling. <laughs> hey, these kids are funny, man. I gotta say, and, it, and it's like sounds like he went between your legs. Like most yeah. parents, don't. <laughs> you do realize that most other parents are like, "Don't say that. Don't say that." I tell them not to say it in front of other people. <laughs> But al- among my friends and me, it's okay. <laughs> because I tout the thing is he's a, is a night out with the big boys. Yeah, and he was. It, and that's I, I was. just didn't let him drink. We partied. So. You're such a bad parent. No, don't, let, don't, don't let him drink. That's horrible. Come on. <laughs> Give the kid a break. He had to look at midgets and old 45-year-old but people it, it still gave, in like, it gave him something, jeans. It, it gave him some ammunition when he got back. To uh, school because some of his other friends have been going to, like Springsteen and oh, one guy okay. went to Roger Waters so he could say no. oh yeah he could he could step up there to the plate we gave him like eight Dr Peppers we let him, he was he was lit we spun. let him have more soda than I want to repeat every three seconds <laughs> I'm telling you it was great too oh what was the thing about uh, you took him over to the porta potties and there's some some people with a lot, a lot of um, they were piercings were they were hammered yeah and they were giving they're heckling him a little bit well they they were all cool about him they were like yeah man rock on the kids at his first concert you know and they were real kind of uh, they they're were goth. they were rocked out and so they walk away and parker looks at me he's like 
they're really freaky looking. <laughs> and all I had to say was, I was like, that's probably what they're saying about you, Parker. Don't worry about it. You got a whole concert of this stuff. Just man. pee and let's go back to the van. Yeah. But he was, he was a little creeped out by them. And I was like, look, not everybody looks like your dad, okay? Sometimes you got to let it grow and you got to tattoo your body. All right? Not everyone's a dentist. <laughs> Those guys, they got a lot of plumbing to do tomorrow morning. <laughs> you just let them go. You know? uh, but in general, it, would be. it was a... Is a Pretty good concert all the way around. It was good. We had a good time. The bass player was a kid, speaking of kids. Yeah, he's like 16, and he was actually doing pretty good. Well, Eddie's son yeah, playing the bass. They fired uh, Michael whatever. Michael Anthony. Michael, yeah. Michael the bass player. Uh, but um, David Lee Roth was looking a little animated. <laughs> you mean... Uh, Plastic? Ger- geriatric and plastic. He, he he he's walking about like I do with his boot on. <laughs> and he had this like perma smile. Oh, that's permagrin. It was just amazing. Yeah. But it was a good time. It, the music was loud like it should have been. Like extra loud. Ugh, there you go. Good. This is the finale. Alright, we're gonna close to this, huh guys? Let's go drink and have a hookah. Bevo needs a needs a beverage. She needs some hugging. I think even JP's going to stay for a while because Bevo said she's she's staying the night. Even Bevo won't. Even JP won't run home to his cats. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> you can comb his beard. What are you going to do Probably if you go to Europe about your cats, man? Thing. That's two weeks know, away from man. your cats. I know. I, I think I'll, you I'll have them with you. I'll have my roommate oh. uh, send me pictures or something. <laughs> Could you please instant message me pictures of my <laughs> like if he does something cute? Will you send it to me? <laughs> you know, like when he like swats at flies and stuff. Yeah. Does he miss me? <laughs> he misses me, right? He's just been meow, JP, me? Of course they miss me. I go, I'm just taking a shower to open the door, and he's sitting there, one of them sitting there looking at the door, looking up like, all right, dude, get out of the shower. Looking at your penis? Yeah. Trying to swat at it. It hangs real low. I don't know. That's what Schumann does to me. You can hook in it. There, swatting at my penis. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thanks to Blue Mountain Brewery. You can go to bluemountainbrewery.com. Grow your own hops. Uh, you grow your, yeah. Yeah, get some information about growing your own hops and uh, the good beers they're doing over there. Good work, Chat. Chat, you're doing a fine job as producer, all right, my man? It only took two years. And, you know, and a Tuesday morning talk. And now he's been doing fine. All of our talk was just uh, for us to get organized. Chat's been doing a great job, and the listeners have said it. Like I said, in the, like I said to him, I feel creepy having this talk with you. The listeners think you're doing a great job, and he has been doing a good job. And, sir... Gold medal in your first competition. Congratulations, oh, yeah. man. All yeah. I have to say is, hey, McDowell, how you doing? Trophy <laughs> <laughs> oh. number two, man. Oh, it is, isn't it? Real no, real thank real you, real. man. You've been my mentor and uh, helped me get those bottles filled that day. Definitely helped. That know? was a good kick. Yeah, yeah all right, Paxton. Yeah. No, seriously, man. You know, first comp. Yeah. yeah. First, first. It's great. He's so nervous he probably couldn't have filled those bottles. Everyone, he was smiling the whole day. Everyone needs a mentor, right? You know, you got someone to help you get your foot in the door. The well, BN. you can do it by yourself, but it's just more fun. Justin, I wish sure. it was you, but hey. <laughs> I know. I tried for about a week. I think it's Mentos. Yeah, everyone, everyone needs, needs a Mentos. mentos. You got Soda. that wrong. Doc yeah. as well, though. Thank you. Everyone. No problem. Yeah. Don't forget Jamil always giving you feedback oh, about Jay-Z? you. Oh, Jay-Z? Like, hey, that sucked. Oh, yeah. That was great. Oh. He's well, good Everyone. Remember, everyone. I, I owe you a brew day in my house, and that'll be a, a gold medal winner, too. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> JP. I think it's when funny. You do that, I think every time you do that creepy laugh, you should be brushing your beard. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know what's happening next week. We're uh, still we have two different ideas. We're waiting on confirmation, but I will tell you this. Guess what? Dan Gordon number three on April thirteenth. Oh, so that's two weeks from now. Hope for a cool day. Dan Gordon number three is going to bring his Dunkelvites in. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. And it's always surprised he grabs it right off the bottling line. Yeah, exactly. It's not even available. Oh. It's going to be available in the, in the bottles uh, over summer, but but by the time we taste it next month, it will not be available yet. So. Smoking. Yeah. I'm excited. I've missed both of those shows. The Dan Gordon shows. Yeah. He's so cool. It'll be my first Dan yeah. Gordon show. Ah. Oh, you're going Dan, Dan Gordon virgin. Yeah, yeah. He's he's always fun, and it's a, it's a good time. You know, I'm going to try to get a comb to be a sponsor. A comb company, like Ace Combs. Very nice, durable combs. Unbreakable? Yeah. They, well, actually, I, I broke them. It should be like that cookie already. guy on uh, 77 Sunset Strip. It's yeah. a it's an old old. Oh, show. I know. Yeah. Seventy seven sunsets. I mean, anyway. You have yeah. no idea what he's talking about, do you, JP? No, it's, a, it's an old black and white uh, cookie. Cookie, yeah. lend me your comb. Why does it got to be black? It's black and white. Oh, Look, they're white. It. Look, it's all black and white. I always stop at black. There's black things. It just you have to you know black, black countertops, white. black combs. All right, books, podcasts, uh, shirts, all available through our store, and most notably, uh, American Homebrewers Association memberships. If you want to go to the NHC this year, you should get yourself a membership. You should buy it through us. You can do that. It helps us out a lot. You can buy Brew Your Own Magazine through the website, and that helps us out a whole bunch, too. You should. It's a good magazine. It is. I have and, all the uh, copies. Yeah, everybody wins with Everyone. that. Everyone. Yeah. Get yourself All the copies. Yeah. Everybody wins. <laughs> By Zymergy, there's a good Oak article coming out next but Oak. Oh, yeah, that's a little surprise. JP's got an article in Zymergy Magazine. He's Oak. Oh, hands down, Drunk of the Week is uh, JP Wood. Uh, Zymer Drunk. Wasn't that his name? Zymer. Zymer Hammered. Zymer Holic. Yeah, that's it. Zymer Holic. Yeah. He's our Drunk oh, of yeah, the he, Week. He earned it. He earned that in the first call. Yeah. Which is why I haven't been answering calls since. He definitely <laughs> Just because. Hands down, winner. Winner! Yeah. We don't want to hear from anybody drunker than that, do we? I I really don't. I'd be a little embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed for you. New sizes of t-shirts are available. What sizes would those be? Uh, Well, we were out of um, of double XL for a little while. 6XL? Size uh, better. You know, we were out of a couple things. And same with hoodies. All sizes of hoodies are back in there. 6XL is coming up. Yeah, 6Xs will be there soon. (laughs) That's my family tent. <laughs> oh yeah. God, I love this song, man. Tasty. Yeah. Trying to get pushed to call in, but he's so Tasty. modest he wouldn't do it. Tasty. All right, tune into the forum tomorrow. I'll be posting information about the official hotel of our June 14th anniversary party, and then chat will be giving you further updates about uh, additional hotels. If you're coming in for multiple days, book now. You're on your own. Do it fast and come party with us. And uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll see you next week. Tasty, thanks for hanging out. JP, good work. Doc, what? Yeah, you know, just being you, man. Hey, you know, what are you gonna do? I just love being here. <laughs> Shit chat, good work. Weasel, thanks for the bacon, man. We're going to eat some homemade bacon afterward. And we're going to eat your meat. And and Beavis, F those haters. Yeah. Bevo, thanks for crying. Yeah. I don't like it when Beavis cries. No. Nobody likes that. I'm angry, i got to say. I'm glad i got to kick someone, like, legitimately. That was awesome. Thinking about the IP ban. There better be some serious apologies going on tomorrow. Yeah. Check the forum, Bevo. You never know. I was drunk. It's not enough. No. got to be more than that. All right. See you next week, everybody. Cheers. Founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Crack, 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 crack,
right hands. 